This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is Wednesday, June 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police are searching for a third suspect wanted in connection with Saturday's mass shooting on South Street. Police released an image of the wanted male saying he should be considered armed and dangerous. Anyone with information is asked to call police at 215-686-TIPS. A reward of up to $30,000 is being offered. On Monday, police announced the arrest of two suspects for their alleged roles in the weekend shooting that killed three people and left 11 others shot and wounded. 34-year-old Rashawn Vereen was taken into police custody on Monday night. U.S. Mar- Marshals made the arrest. 18-year-old Karan Garner is charged with multiple offenses, including aggravated assault and aggravated assault on law enforcement. On Monday morning, District Attorney Larry Krasner said at least four guns, three 9-millimeter weapons, and one 40 caliber firearm were involved in the mass shooting. He said it is possible that there are more firearms involved. The Middle Township School District may have armed security guards stationed at the entrance of each of its Cape May County, New Jersey schools starting next year. Superintendent Dr. David Salvo says the district was recently given the recommendation by Middle Township Police Chief and the district's own security advisor after the uh, tragedy in Uvalde, Texas. Ideally, he says, the armed guards will be retired law enforcement. They'll likely be equipped with a 9mm sidearm and they will have to undergo new training required by the district before school starts next year. The superintendent says he's confident the school board will vote unanimously to approve this recommendation at the June 9th board meeting. Target is canceling orders from suppliers, particularly from uh, or for home goods and clothing, and it's slashing prices further oh. to clear out amassed inventory ahead of the critical fall and holiday shopping seasons. I was going to surprise you with that. Oh, you were. Right, Kathy. Yeah. Okay. I, I, ready to go. I got it like a hundred times I yesterday. I would, yeah. <laughs> uh, the actions come after a pronounced spending shift by Americans from investments in their homes to, sp- uh, to spending money on travel, nights out for dinner, and dressier clothes, a change that arrived much faster than major retailers anticipated. Well, think of the inventory shift that took place when yeah. everything went into yeah, lockdown. You remember all that stuff? is just crazy. Yeah. And yeah. just now we're seeing the correcting taking place. And you know what? Do you, are, do you want to talk about this later or no? We'll just cover it here. Yeah, let's talk about it all later. Because right, yeah. I have... I have uh, like wrote, all they're going to be discounting and everything? She wrote a song. <laughs> I, yeah, I prepared <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, the speed it was... It, inspiring. <clears throat> it moved you. <laughs> and Preston, I had no idea she played this either. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the speed at which Americans pivoted away from pandemic spending was laid bare in the most recent quarter of financial filings from a number of major retailers. Target reported last month as profit... Uh, for the fiscal first quarter, tumbled 52% compared with the same period last year. Sales of big TVs and small kitchen appliances that Americans loaded up on during the pandemic have faded, leaving Target with a bloated inventory that is said must uh, be marked down to sell. Target- you know, th- the big thing now is huge kitchen appliances like blenders <laughs> that are 55 inches. <laughs> Target declined to give a dollar amount of merchandise orders uh, that are being canceled and depths of the discount. In aggressively clearing out unwanted goods, Target wants to make room for what is now in demand, including groceries and makeup products. Steve, we got a 72-inch toaster. <laughs> I mean, we're getting ready to... to Damn it, I want one so badly, home. I can't afford it. I mean, you want... But do you need one? I just but. spent, that, what, $1,000 on a nine-foot melon baller. <laughs> but Target is also facing sharply higher costs for everything from labor to transportation and shipping, and it will offset price cuts where it can with higher prices for goods now in demand. Target is working with suppliers to cover costs for their vendors whose orders are 
are being canceled. In some cases, some of the raw materials that are meant for some goods will instead be used for other products in higher demand. Many of the orders for products being canceled have a long production lead time of nine months. Target also announced that it will add five distribution centers over the next two fiscal years. In sports this morning... The Phillies opened up a three-game series with a win over the Brewers in Milwaukee last night. Alec Bohm and Matt Vierling hit home runs off Josh Hader in the ninth inning as the Phillies rallied to win 3-2 for their fifth straight victory. Milwaukee led 2-1 in the ninth and handed the game to its all-star closer who hasn't blown a save or surrendered a run in 19 previous appearances this year. But the Phillies were able to score twice and get the win. The series continues tonight. Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 8-10. The NBA Finals continue tonight with the series between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors tied at one game apiece. Game 3 is in Boston at 9 p.m. In the NHL playoffs, the Lightning beat the New York Rangers 4-1 in Game 4 last night in Tampa. Nikita Kucherov scored a breakaway, and Andre Vasilevsky had 33 saves, helping the two-time defending NHL champions even the, se- the best-of-seven series at two games apiece. The series continues tomorrow night, and we'll shift back to Madison Square Garden for Game 5. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thanks so much, Kath. It's Wednesday, so we do a couple of Wednesday things. We're going on Fox Good Day today. Uh, so we are always uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, we also have a secret text word prize, and we are going to give away. What do we have here? Tickets to see uh, Tony Danza. Yep. Standards and stories this Saturday at Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia. You no, know that's Nick, all right. <laughs> since your dad is related to you, he can't play this contest. Oh, that's all right. Not eligible. He, oh, he just turned seventy-five over the weekend, so he needed a birthday present. And that's what I got him. All right. Well, that's good. So yeah. now you can text the word uh, secret to 39333 and we'll have your chance to win tickets to see <laughs> wild. Tony Danza Standards and Stories this wow. Saturday. So get yourself ready for that. Um, we also have joining us, we got some guests on the program. We are going to talk to Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill is performing at Wells Fargo Center September 16th. Tickets available at the Wells Fargo Center Philly dot com website and I understand it's a Preston and Steve show yeah. presents Ooh, event that crap. with Bill Burr at the Wells Fargo Center. Very cool stuff. So we'll have a quick chat with Bill around nine o'clock. And then after that we're gonna talk to Haley Duff. And she is in uh the wedding pack part two, the baby pack. <laughs> uh, I love these movies. <laughs> Uh, so, and you remember her from uh, from Napoleon Dynamite. She was uh, Summer, yeah, uh, the attractive girl, and she's been in several things. But uh, we'll talk to her later on this morning. And uh, other than that, we're going to hang out and have a good time. And we're going to find out who the coolest teacher is from the school chosen yesterday, and that would be Holy Ghost Prep. We, oh, there you go. Thank you, Casey. A little Holy Ghost fire this morning. Our winner from Holy Ghost Prep, coolest teacher of the year, per your votes, is... Miss Amanda Coopersmith. Miss Coopersmith 
is a chemistry teacher. Ah. And uh, from, you know what? I never took chemistry, and I here is a very difficult class. Wait, really? That wasn't required? I, well, if I did, I blocked it out. <laughs> okay. I remember biology, yeah. but chemistry, I think I had to put that away because yeah. it's it's a hard class. Yeah. Well, I had a cool chemistry teacher. Yeah. yeah. I think you, yeah, it's like one of those ones where you have to be cool and fun or else the kids are going to fall asleep. The ones I, I remember, biology, earth science, and chemistry. Okay. Yeah. Right. So she received a uh, the 2019 American Chemical Society's Philadelphia Section Award for Excellence in Pre-College Teaching. Oh, nice. And apparently she goes to all the sporting events, and uh, she's a good person. And so, congratulations, Ms. Amanda Cooper-Smith. You are the coolest teacher, according to the students at Holy Ghost Prep. And we have a uh, coolest teacher of the year coffee mug from the Preston and Steve Show. And also a T-shirt that bears that likeness as well. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, Ms. Cooper-Smith, give us a call this morning. We'd like to talk to you. Yeah, so my brother is a chemist, and his career path all started with his chemistry teacher in high school. He loved Doc that's Severin. That's what set it off, and right. And that's what you know um, created his love for that subject. And, and it's become and his livelihood. Yeah, yeah, yeah very cool. Excellent. All right, so uh, that means we have... We only have two more days of choosing schools, and then we are done for the year. We have today and then voting uh, again tomorrow, and then we'll give the last one on Friday. So Nick has the opportunity uh, to pull a name out of the jar. So let's get it, Nick. Digging deep, Preston. We're going with uh, Clearview Regional High School in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Yeah! Yeah! Clearview in Mullica Hill. Let's find out from you guys. Who you would like to nominate and have win the coolest teacher. So, Clearview, here's what you got to do. Very, very simple. You just text the word teacher to 39333. That's it. We send you the voting link, and then you fill that out. Um, So, if you know people that go to Clearview, if you're a student in Clearview, get on it. Or uh, let them know at the front office, and uh, maybe they can get word out on their social media accounts or make an announcement. Yeah. And uh, let's get the student body involved and find out and give an award to a deserving teacher. It's just one of these things we like to do a little nod. Do you realize that you pulled the first name? You will pull the last name. Wow. We're coming full circle. Yeah. It around to me. That's right. So we'll do that uh, tomorrow, and then we'll get the last one. Uh, we'll give you 24 hours for that voting, by the way, Clearview. So you have till 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. So please uh, make sure you take advantage of that. All right. With all that going on, I have a big stack of entertainment stories uh, to run by, as well as a stupid question, some stuff to give away. So we will get into all of that when we return in just a moment. Hang in there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Little pet peeve I just noticed. If you if you work in an office or something and you sit in a rolling chair regularly, mm-hmm. when one of those little rollers gets stuck on something oh. as you're trying to move around, little pet peeve of mine. Just thought I'd That's share. That's how I fell. Remember when I fell out of the chair? Oh, that was, that yeah, was what happened. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the wheels got stuck. It got caught mm. on, on your... the headphone wire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I don't have, like, the coil, so it just sits, the, the wire straight and it sits on the ground. Yep. And that's what happened. Yep. So these little, wonderful little things. <laughs> We all share them in common. Um, hey, by the way, we made an announcement just a while ago. Miss Amanda Cooper-Smith from uh, Mullica Hill. I'm um, not Mullica Hill, from Holy Ghost Prep. 
uh, is our coolest teacher winner. So congratulate her. Hope to hear from her at some point. The next school that we chose is Clearview Regional High School. That's in Mullica Hill, New There Jersey. you go. You guys get to vote, so please do that. You got 24 hours. Text the word teacher to 39333. Don't send us the teacher's name. Just text the word teacher to 39333, and we'll send you the voting link, and that's when you'll fill that out. All right, let's ask a stupid question, give away a prize. Today's question is, well, first of all, the prize is a $50 Visa gift card, and that's for Marvel Studios, Ms. Marvel. The question is, what is the name, uh, what was the name of Ross's monkey on Friends? <laughs> yes. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Pretty easy question if you watch that show. What was the name of Ross's monkey on Friends? I'll go through some birthdays today while we wait for your answer. Today is Wednesday, June 8th, and we'll begin with actor Griffin Dunn celebrating his birthday today. The great Griffin Dunn. Uh, he's 67, and yeah, I, I went through his IMDb because I the, the name escaped me, but a really cool kind of cult movie that he did was After Hours. Oh, my God, I love After Hours. I haven't seen yeah. that in ages. It's one of those 24-hour movies. Yes, it is. It's just what happens in the course of 24 hours. And, and it goes through a lot. It's weird and cool. I think, don't Cheech and Chong make like a cameo in it or something there like that? There are a number that? of cameos. He's yeah. also in, uh, who's that girl? The Madonna movie. You remember really? that? Yeah. yeah. I haven't uh, seen that in ages. His dad um, uh, passed away, was a famous author. And I believe his sister was murdered. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a, okay. a very interesting family story. Some tragedy in there. Uh, American Werewolf in London, Dallas Buyers Club, bunch of stuff. He's 67 today. Uh, Juliana Margulies. Boy, did I have a crush on her for the longest time. When she was on ER and first came on the scene, I'm like, that is a very beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. And could, yep. and, and what was the show? The Good Wife, right? Yes. And then she won the Oscar for Ghost Shit. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which was, I guess it was a bad movie. I never saw it. <laughs> uh, she's 56 today. Nancy Sinatra, oh. Frank's daughter, yeah. uh, turns 82 years old. Boots were ready for walking. That was a big, that was a big song. Massive big hit. hit. You uh, know, I like her recollections or her memories in The Wrecking Crew, the documentary about those studio musicians in L.A. Nancy Sinatra yeah. is one person they go back to and talk to a lot. Uh, what's the song she and Frank duetted on uh, of saying something stupid like, like I, I love you? you. That's yeah. a great song, too. Uh, so she turns 82 today. Uh, yes. I was going to say her. Um, oh. Oh. She wants to do Playboy. Her, her Playboy. Yeah. Her, her later on. Because I'm trying to think. She's uh, in her 50s. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I was a big go. fan of that one. Uh, so, well, maybe they'll do a follow-up at 82. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Eh. Uh, they come with a bucket. <laughs> All right. Besides Nancy Sinatra, we have Keenan Ivory Waynes. Is 64, and I believe <laughs> we had yeah. he was 60 years old. It was his 60th birthday, birthday. Yeah. and he's yeah. here in our studio. That's right. Uh, he and and we've had so many of the Wayans family come through here. I thought he came with someone else, but I don't remember who exactly what, was it, it was. Marlon? It might have been. It was one of his brothers, yes. and he was like a last-minute surprise. And it was fantastic. It was yep. We were freaking out, and uh, we were, were so honored. We got him a birthday cake from Acme. <laughs> yeah. It was um, Sean. It was Sean Wayans yeah. who came in with him. All right, so uh, yeah, Keenan Ivory Wayans, man, Living Color. That was a that was a breakthrough oh my hit. God. Man. Yeah, that was it. And then he brought his whole family along and uh, had great success. Going to get you, sucker. Yep, he is sixty four years old today. Uh, Lindsay Davenport, the tennis player, uh, she turns forty six. Uh, singer Bonnie Tyler, who brought us Total Eclipse of the Heart, which has one of the more chilling videos. You remember because they had. The, the eyes? Like glass eyes, mirror eyes. Yeah, they had this weird yeah. white shining eyeball thing going Scary. on. Scary. Uh, I did not know she was Welsh. 
Didn't says, know that. It wow. says Welsh singer Bonnie Tyler. Huh. Uh, so that song lives on. It's one of those never. Doesn't she sing uh, I Need a Hero? Songs. Uh, yeah. yeah. I Need a Hero. Was that in Footloose? Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. It was in, was uh, in Short Circuit too, and it was because... Wasn't it the one where they were doing the uh, chicken on the uh, tractors? Oh, right, right, yes. What was that one? Sure. That's I Need to Hear, I believe. Uh, so anyhow, she turns 71 years old today. Uh, from Duran Duran, uh, Nick Rhodes, going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, he's the keyboardist, and he turns 60 years old today. Big Duran Duran fan. And you know what? If you When you listen to Duran Duran, there's so much going on musically. Obviously, John Taylor's a great bass player and plays these really cool, funky yep. bass lines. There's great guitar, but the the what, what fills it all out are the keyboards yeah, yeah. Uh, in Duran Duran. And Nick Rhodes was pretty cutting edge with that, uh, with all of the techniques he used. Uh, so, really talented guy, and he turns 60 years old today. Another super talented guy, Derek Trucks of the Allman Brothers Band. I'm it says t- 43. There's no, no way no he's 43 way. years old. Um, what, you think he's older or younger? Older. He's older, right? No, 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 no. He's definitely my-ish age. Really? Yeah. Is he... He's in the Tedeschi Trucks band. He's, he's in the newer wave of the Allman Brothers band. Okay. And you guys really should check out. They, um, at the uh, Lockin' Festival, and I'm not just saying this because Trey came out on stage, but okay, Trey sure. came out on stage, and Trey and the Te- Tedeschi Trucks band did uh, Layla, uh, the like the entire album. Yeah. And so the, the crowd had no idea what they were doing. So they got in, you know, I, you know, I looked away, and then Bell Bottom Blues, and then people started figuring out, oh, shoot, they're going to do this whole thing. And, I mean, it is just... An hour and a half of just awesome, amazing music, and like two guitarists just going back and forth. But I, I really dig his his style. Like, All right, I just learned an Allman Brothers band song uh, on the drums that I'd never played before, uh, which is Whip and Post. Oh, that's a great uh, song. A great song. Yeah. And I'm going to be playing that. Uh, oh, I'm in a band now. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that is actually. That has become a because you'd mentioned you were going to practice with a few guys, right? Well, we no, we're not even going to practice. We're just gonna. I'm I'm practicing at home the uh, parts, and then we're going to get together and we're going <laughs> to we're going to do it live. Yeah. Wait, do it live. That's what we're going to do. Wait till you see the behind the music because yeah. the members of Saint sucks. The members of Saint are pissed. I'm well, sure. Jesus, I would be mortified. And and listen, we're just a shore band, man. Yeah, it's uh, five times famous, and, and our first gig is coming up at Mudhead. Wow. Uh, the brewery. Yep. And it will be not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. But early. I'm doing it right this time. Our gig is 1 to 4 in the <laughs> yes. afternoon. Yes. You can do that at the shore. You yeah. can sleep yeah. in. Yeah. That I can do. You can go to bed afterwards. <laughs> yep. You don't so, have to load out at 2 in the morning. And and if you come out, you'll see, like, we've never jammed it. Well, I take that back. They played my 50th birthday party. Okay. You know what, Preston? And I jammed with them that night. So after your show, after your concert, you can take in the earlier bird special at mm. Denny's. Yeah. It'll be the perfect time. It's yeah. going to be 4 yeah. o'clock, man. It's dinner time. You know, Steve, when you go through the Lazy River at yeah. the Maurice Piers, uh, there is a, uh, like, in the middle of the afternoon, there's usually, like, a guitarist that's kind of, like, hanging out by the one island. Really? Yeah. I could see Preston's band doing that totally. one. Totally. Or just totally. you with drums, Preston. That's a t- Yeah, just me playing drums. Would somebody shut the freaking drummer up over there? I'm trying to relax and enjoy the sunshine uh-huh. here. Uh, but anyhow, no, it's going to be kind of a, a quiet uh, little three-piece, awesome. three you know, two guitars and drummer things. Oh, you do oh, some almonds? 
Uh, it's Mullen Brothers. Nice. Yeah, we're going to play uh, Whip and Post. That's awesome. Hell yeah. All right, and then last birthday, Frank Grillo. Oh, we love Frank. Buddy. He turns 57 years old today. Action star, badass, really cool guy. Since we had Frank in the studio the first time and kind of struck up a quasi-friendship with him, He's been in about 44,000 movies. Yeah, he yeah. does a bunch. A ton mm-hmm. of movies. So happy 57 to you, Mr. Frank Grillo. And looks like he's... <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, yeah. he's in, in his prime yeah. physically. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. I want to know what the name of Ross's monkey was on uh, the TV show Friends. And we will go to Nick to see if we can get that answer. Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Nick. All right, what was the name of the monkey, please? Marcel. Marcel is correct. Hang on the line. Nick, we got you. Going to give you a $50 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios. Ms. Marvel, you can witness the origin of a new Marvel original series streaming uh, today, by the way. And that is only on Disney+. Plus. So I'm excited to see what that's all about. All right. Johnny Depp is making moves to stay connected with his fans following the end of his defamation trial less than a week ago. On Tuesday... He joined TikTok. What? He joined TikTok. He did. And his first post on social media, on this social media platform, included a montage showing him waving at fans and playing music with Jeff Beck. Uh, he wrote, uh, to all my most treasured, loyal, and unwavering supporters, we've been everywhere together. We have seen everything together. We have walked the same road together. We did the right thing together. It's beautiful. All because you cared. Is he going to do any of the TikTok dances? I hope so, man. Wouldn't you love to see him? He'll dress up as Jack Sparrow. I'm driving a car, and I'm pointing up there, and I'm pointing down there. Uh, He said, and now we will move, uh, we will all move forward together. You are, as always, my employers, and once again, I am whittled down to no way to say thank you. Wow. Other than just by saying thank you. So thank you. Did he do the Tide Pod Challenge? Not yet. Uh, He only has the one. He joined yesterday, you said, Press? Uh, Tuesday. Okay, so he has uh, 8 8 million followers. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, by by Tuesday afternoon, (laughs) he had 4.6 million. Yeah, this morning is 7.9. Wow. All right, so to put that in perspective, how long did it take you to get 8 million? Dude, I no, I, I'm on the cusp on Instagram of hitting 50,000. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm that close. Dude. I didn't want to say anything yet until I only had 100 more to go. Guess we got a mission but this morning. If you would like to follow me, oh. I'm Preston Elliott One. <laughs> I think, I think you're now you're... in a summer band, right? <laughs> yeah. I think your last post really gave you a good boost. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. I posted. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when I had Kathy put tape all over her oh, face? Oh, tape face. Yeah, we yeah. did tape face, and I, I had a picture of her. And I'm like, this more. Yeah. Yeah, let me throw that on there. So Preston Elliott won if you want to get on board. But anyhow, he is uh, he is now on TikTok. The spokesperson for Amber Heard responded to Depp's message about moving forward, saying, as Johnny Depp says he's moving forward, women's rights are moving backward. Oh, man. The verdict's message I to victims of domestic violence is, be afraid to stand up, speak out. Wow. Okay. All right. All right see, speaking of uh, speaking out, and we have a clip to go along with this, a couple of them actually. Matthew McConaughey is on a mission to uh, change gun laws. The Oscar winner was born in uh, Uvalde, Texas, where the Robb Elementary School shooting took place. I did not know about that until this incident happened. Uh, He has been on the ground trying to effect change since the tragedy took place. A day after uh, publishing an op-ed in the Austin American Statesman on gun responsibility, uh, the actor gave an emotional speech at the White House uh, urging lawmakers to enact gun reform legislation. Uh, on Tuesday, 
McConaughey stood at the press briefing podium and held up a drawing uh, by Alethea Ramirez, as well as some other things. So let's uh, let's play a couple of these clips talking about working together in this particular clip. Can both sides rise above? Can both sides see beyond the political problem at hand and admit that we have a life preservation problem on our hands? So we got a chance right now to reach for and to grasp a higher ground above our political affiliations. A chance to make a choice that does more than protect your party. A chance to make a choice that protects our country now and for the next generation. And in the next clip, he talks about uh, some of the victims. Maite wore green high-top converse with a heart she had hand-drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Wore these every day. Green converse with a heart on the right toe. These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that? He also uh, had held up a drawing by uh, Alethea Ramirez, uh, one of the victims who was just 10 years old and showed that uh, she had dreamed of going to art school in Paris. Um, so he's, he's passionately getting behind that. And I mean, it struck a chord deeper to him than most because it happened in his community. It's where, it's where he grew up. Yep, absolutely. So he's helping getting the word out. All right, uh, this is, uh, we're going to switch gears. Uh, we're going to move over to Bill Cosby for a moment. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cosby. And apparently the Donkey Kong defense Wait, what? came into play Monday at the civil <laughs> trial over sexual assault allegations as his attorney pressed a key witness over previous statements that she had played the arcade game during a visit with Cosby to the Playboy uh-huh. Mansion in 1975. But apparently it was six years before the actual release uh-huh. of Donkey uh-huh. Kong. Uh, right, exactly. I submit to the court that it was Tetris. <laughs> the, oh, God damn it. The, yeah, that came later. The testimony came, The testimony came <laughs> He doesn't know he what he's arguing himself, yes. Uh, the testimony came in the Los Angeles County trial over the... It was the, Tecmo football! Uh, the lawsuit of Judy Huff, uh, who... Theo, you gotta see this thing. Who also began testifying Monday, but did not yet describe her allegations that Cosby sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion when she was 16. He denies those allegations. So Donna Samuelson, a high school friend of Huth's, who accompanied her and Cosby on a visit to the mansion, returned to the stand on Monday testifying about how uh, mm. about the game room with an adjacent bedroom with Huth says Cosby had forced her to perform a sex act. So um, Cosby's attorney, Jennifer uh, Bonjean, said, you testified multiple times that you were playing Donkey Kong, uh, referencing a uh, 2014 police interview and a 2016 deposition in Huth's case. Uh, Samuelson said, if I, uh, if I did, I did. I understand it wasn't around yet. Uh, Bonjean played a clip from the deposition in which Samuelson referred to the game several times. Asked Monday to explain the discrepancy. Samuelson answered, I got the name wrong. I just kept saying that because it was a game. It could have been Atari. She also said she was playing the game when Cosby came up behind her and put his hands on her shoulders before she shook them off. Uh, Bonjean showed Samuelson and the jury a photo of the game room taken in 2016 where a Donkey Kong game could be seen and asked whether similar photos taken years after 1975 could have affected her memory and testimony. Samuelson replied that she hadn't seen such an image until the 2016 photo was shown to her in court during her testimony last week. During his opening statement on Wednesday, Huth's attorney, Nathan Goldberg, sought to head off the issue, telling jurors that they were going to be hearing, quote, the Donkey Kong defense. 
uh, from Cosby's lawyer. So, uh, so uh, he said Goldberg. Asteroids. Uh, Goldberg said so. She got the name wrong. So what? So what? But uh, Bonjean embraced the term in her opening statement, saying Huff's similar prior statements about Samuelson playing the game and photos showing in the room later were evidence that the two women were coordinating a false story. You know what that reminds me of? The opening statement in uh, A Few Good Men when he goes, we're going to hear terms like code red. Right. You know, they try to head it off. Pause attraction. Pause. <laughs> wait, that was my cousin. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get confused. Cosby's just just spouting uh, random things from movies. Why are you in that convenience store? <laughs> what, what, the sack of suds. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, breaking news. Yep. You hit fifty thousand. Shut up! I did it. Oh, oh man! You did it, big guy. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> wow. Now I have to come up with a thank you for fifty thousand. We go down Pulse. to the studios oh. of WMMR <laughs> in One Valley, where Preston Elliott, morning show host of the Preston and Steve Show, just hit 50,000. What a moment. Oh. Thank you, Jim. I'm so proud, and, and I'm happy to be here today. And I just I want to thank my coworkers. Uh, uh, from... Preston can be found covering Omen Brothers hits down at the show. <laughs> at Mudhead. <laughs> next next Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. All right, uh, what else do I have for you? Uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are joining forces for a stand-up comedy show in London. Uh, the comedians, both of whom have been assaulted on stage, recently announced that they will host a show together at the O2 Arena in London on oh. September 3rd. <laughs> Holy jeez, what a venue. They, and they're, they're going to have to come up with a clever name because they were both assaulted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the Frontal Assault Tour right. or, or who knows what. Uh, Rock recently joined Chappelle on stage at the Comedy Store in West Hollywood, and they each made jokes about their attacks. Uh, Chappelle's attacker reportedly said that he was inspired by Will Smith slapping at the Rock at the Oscars. Uh, so those who okay, attend... Attended the joint uh, performance in London must be 18 years or older. Tickets are scheduled on sale on June 10th. So when they do the O2 Arena, I mean, do they? It's huge. Are they right? going to sell the whole arena, or are they? Uh, I'm, I'm, that's a good question. I mean, what what is that? Hundred thousand? No, what? no, no. That you're thinking of Wembley. Yeah. O2 oh, is like the Wells Fargo Center. That's right. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're exactly right. I wonder how many? Because uh, I always think of that as as a really expansive place. The O2 or Wembley? Yeah, the O2. Yeah. I mean, Wembley I know is big. O2 was Jack, Michael Jackson going to play the O2 Arena or Wembley? Uh, I don't remember, but it was O2. And then uh, Led right. Zeppelin was going to reun- uh, have a reunion at uh, O2 as well. But I think it's like twenty twenty five thousand. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. but it's just London's big indoor venue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. All right, I was going to save this for music news, but we sing this song so often uh, that I was hurt to hear that Jim Seals, as part of the duo of Seals and Croft, uh, passed away at the age of eight. I love this song. I do too, man. Uh, So they describe this as yacht rock. I don't think I would. I think this predates the yacht rock. Um, It's just, it's considered soft rock, you know, but uh, uh, several of his friends and relatives confirmed the death uh, with Jim Seals as the primary lead vocalist of the harmonizing duo Seals and Croft uh, came to be the very emblem of soft rock. song belies a, and their songwriting in general was a, a more complex than you yeah. would initially think. Yeah. This song is featured in uh, Days to Confuse, and I just can't help but think of it yeah. in uh, 
Um, that movie. The other song I love is Diamond Girl. Oh, oh. Dun, dun, dun. We have a clip. Diamond Girl. This is a great tune. Um, it's so, like a minor key. It's, it's cool. Uh, their run of hits lasted for only about six years. Although none of the Paris hits ever reached number one uh, on the Hot 100. Their biggest songs uh, for the time uh, were Summer Breeze in 1972 and Diamond Girl in 1973. These songs transport me to an exact period in time. Hell yes, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, they both reached number six, as did uh, the more upbeat song in 1976 called Get Closer, sung with Carolyn Willis. And there's there's a handful of, of titles on here. I don't know them by the name. I'll bet you if I heard them, I'd go, oh, yeah, that song. You know, so I want, I want to take a little dive. Your beach band should cover one of these. Later on today, we should, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, but they had... Uh, they had uh, others, uh, the three songs that reached the top ten on the Hot 100. Four more made it into the adult contemporaries top ten. Uh, may We Never Pass Again. Wait, May We Never Pass This Way Again in 73. I'll play you, uh, I'll play for you in 75. Goodbye, Old Buddies in 77. And You're the Love in 1978. Um, so, yeah, it's always sad to hear when so they, they tried apparently to... Uh, reunite a few times. They broke up in 1980. Uh, they they got together in the 90s and 2000s a little bit. They were then... supposed to tour with Guar for a while. Oh, Guar, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 who, who was the opening act on that one? <laughs> they would do. They'd they go back to yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they yeah. get the energy up and, right. and, and pave the way for Guar yeah. uh, to get on stage <laughs> afterwards. So It was a weird pairing. Uh, Jim Seals of Seals and Croft, uh, dead at the age of 19, or not 1980. He was 1,980 <laughs> years old. You know what? He was entitled. Yeah. <laughs> he was 80 years old. Oh. <laughs> All right, a couple of other things. Uh, apparently, the Chrisleys don't know best. According to People, the reality couple was found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion on Tuesday, and they're facing up to 30 years in prison. I have hated this yeah. show. <laughs> I have hated this family. I, uh, <laughs> on the USA... Network, they run the commercials for it all the time. I've seen maybe 40 minutes of m- multiple episodes. He is the most annoying patriarch. Yeah. I had my suspicions about where he fell on the uh, on the uh, love front, you know, w- w- what he was into. This, this story and what we found out has borne uh, out what I was believing. Uh, the family is so annoying. It's so orchestrated. <laughs> Uh, it's just horrible. So you love it. I, I please a full thirty behind bars if we can work. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, listen, yeah. come on. Right. And they were using the show that I despised without really ever watching much of it as the production company as the front for laundering the money that they right. were bringing in. Right. Oh. Yep. So they were they were definitely doing some uh, some things Which, that were. Chrisley knows best, and then they were doing uh, Growing Up Chrisley. It was the second series. They just resigned for the 10th season, by no, the way. Yeah. 10th season? 10! 10! Dude, I've never seen one second of this. I've just Ten. heard here and there, and I've seen pictures, and I'm like, yeah, that uh, these look like the type of people that would annoy the hell out of me. So, good. They're going to prison for 30 years. Well, we don't know that yet, but this is terrible news. Uh, Jack Wagner, the actor who was on uh, General Hospital... Uh, his son, Harrison, oh, uh, man. 27 years old, has died. Oh. It does not sound good. Um, it, was, it was 
he an was, overdose. He, he was found dead in North Hollywood. The cause of his death is currently being investigated. You heard over. I, I mean, heard overdose. I think it would he, be. He, he was fighting. Uh, he had a, an ongoing addiction problem. They found him in an L.A. parking lot. Oh. Uh, Jack has yet to speak publicly about it. Uh, the actor is also a father to two other children, including his son Peter, who is 31, and daughter Carrie, who is 23. I think we talked to Jack Wagner um, once or twice yeah. uh, for, for movies. He was uh, he was General Hospital, I believe, and then he was also Melrose Place. Yep. Oh, Melrose. That- that's what, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he also had a um, a mild pop hit. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, it was called All I Need. Yeah. All I need is just a little more time to be sure what I need. Or something like or that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's terrible news. That is, um, yes. I can't imagine if you're a parent surviving um, a child. Uh, his last Instagram post featured a photo of him sitting on a bench outside writing, Focus, you are left with you and your thoughts. So, mm. you know, he, he had some internal issues, so that's terrible to hear. Yeah. All right, on to lighter stuff. Uh, Julia Garner from uh, Ozark and Inventing Anna yeah. has reportedly been offered the lead role in Madonna's forthcoming oh, yeah. biopic. Oh, yeah. I think oh, she would man. be good. She, she would might be, really be able good. to do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, it was revealed that the 28-year-old and Euphoria's Sydney Sweeney had both auditioned for the role as the pop star. And on Tuesday, a source familiar with the project told Variety that Garner uh, has now been offered the role. So this is a source. Nothing official has said this yet. It was not confirmed whether she is accepted or not. The film will follow the storyline of Madonna's life uh, from the beginning. Uh, I think she'll be great. I loved her uh, in Inventing Anna, uh, but on Ozark, I was watching uh, just the other day, and she, like, the way she takes on the role, like, I was watching her walk, and I'm like, she didn't walk like that in Inventing Anna. Yeah. Like, she she just does everything. And By the way, she, she nails, if you've seen the real well, and, Anna Delvey. Yeah, yeah. And, and, she nails it. Steve, I had a hard time watching it, because I watched Ozark first, and yeah. the character she plays is so yeah, bold yeah. in that show so when i saw her as anna i'm like this is like a little bit bizarre um and i had to look up the real anna and that that speech pattern and and all of that and i was like okay she's doing a really good job with this when you see a really good performance someone's charged with playing someone else there's two ways to go where you either play in the spirit of them or you like photocopy them and and sometimes both are really difficult in in the offer there's a guy playing the producer Robert Evans, a guy named actor named Matthew Good. You've probably seen him in a few things. He is so unbelievably vocally presentation wise, <laughs> and I'm like, am I the only one seeing this? Mm-hmm. And I started to read the, the reviews, and everyone's like, I don't know how the hell he's doing this. Huh. It's a, and he's British. And he's from England. So uh, Madonna originally had hopes of actor Florence Pugh portraying her in the film. Uh, saying in September like her. 2021, she's definitely up there on the list if she'll have me. Uh, other people have been rumored for the role, including Julia Fox and Madonna's own daughter, Lourdes. Uh, additions for the biopic began in February when Madonna telling uh, her Instagram followers that the process was a surreal experience. I wonder how long uh, is this going to cover a chunk in time? Is it going to be... It says, t- it says Madonna's life from the beginning. All right. So since the film's conception, the singer has been open about the challenges that come with creating a project about herself. Uh, she had said in a Rolling Stone interview, writing my script is the most draining, challenging experience I've ever had. I don't like the idea that Madonna is no. writing the script. Uh. I don't like that at all. <laughs> no. We want the real story. Yeah. <laughs> get, get someone who's done, get people who are good at doing this. Yes. And they're certainly accomplished Music icon 
biographies, films, you know, to get a couple of those people. Yeah. Uh, she said, it's kind of like psychotherapy in a way because I have to remember every detail from my childhood till now. So, well, we'll see. But uh, I think that I agree with you guys. That's a good choice uh, to portray yeah. her. Uh, uh, Apple Original Films has emerged as the highest bidder for Brad Pitt's upcoming movie about Formula One racing. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who just uh, steered Top Gun Maverick to blockbuster success, is directing the yet-to-be-titled film, which will be produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, there you go. Uh, Pitt's Plan B Entertainment and seven-time Formula One champion Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Brad Pitt is playing a driver who comes out of retirement to compete alongside a rookie driver and the titans of the sport. God, you know, F- Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, it's outstanding. It's to me, it's it's the sea biscuit of. Uh, yeah. It's it's that. Com- whenever it's on, I watch it. It's wonderful. And, and racing movies in general can be really great. Yep. Uh, the Ron Howard film. Um, is it Burn? Uh, what is it? The uh, oh, with um, Chris Rush. Chris Hemsworth. Rush. Rush. Yeah. yeah. Excellent uh, as well. Also, it's uh, Frank Grillo's birthday. The next movie he's in, Steve, is that Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Movie. He's playing. Yeah, and uh, um, Donnie Dave, Lamborghini. Dave Lamborghini. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Lamborghini. Yeah, his brother, Johnny Lamborghini. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Gabriel Byrne is playing Enzo Ferrari. So it's it's yeah. another like uh, car history movie. Okay. I love it. Uh, this marks Apple Studio's second collaboration with Pitt and Plan B Entertainment. They are also working on an untitled film uh, with John Watts and is directing Pitt and George Clooney. Uh, are starring as two lone wolf fixers assigned to the same job. He's also signed to play Danny Prius. In oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Apple Original Films, which became the first streaming service to win the Oscar for Best Picture for Coda, uh, has been making movies and dropping serious amounts of cash to ramp up its movie library. There are two high-profile projects from Martin Scorsese on the company's slate, including his upcoming Western crime drama, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. uh, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, as well as his musical biopic about the Grateful Dead. And that will have Jonah Hill starring as Jerry Garcia. That's actually that. really good casting. Um, and so Apple is... They're kicking ass in the movie department. Well, they watched what Amazon and Netflix were doing, yeah. and uh, they wanted a piece of that. And they knocked it out of the park with Coda, definitely. Uh, Carol Burnett has joined the cast of the Apple comedy series Mrs. American Pie, and she will <clears throat> she will join previously announced uh, series lead Kristen Wiig in the show, along with cast members Allison Janney, Leslie Bibb, Josh Lucas, and Ricky Martin. That's a good cast. That is a good cast. Um, Living La Vida Loco, Ricky Martin? I, I assume so. Yeah. Uh, so the 10-episode comedy follows Maxine Simmons, who is uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, her attempt to secure her seat at America's most exclusive table, Palm Beach High Society in the early 1970s. Uh, as Maxine attempts to cross that impenetrable, impenetrable line between the haves and haves-nots, uh, Mrs. American Pie asks the same question that still baffles us today. How do you get a seat at the table? How do you? Uh, who gets a seat at the table? And what will you sacrifice to get there? So uh, Carol Burnett will be playing Norma, the grand dame of Palm Beach High Society. That could be really good. Yep, a keeper of secrets with more than a few of her kind of sounds totally like it might be like a Flamingo Kid kind of, right? You're trying to get your... Flamingo Kid. I don't remember. Was that uh, Matt, Matt Dillon? Matt Dillon? Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. country the club game yeah, and all yeah, that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a good movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have a couple more quick things. Oh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, director Todd Phillips shared the cover page... To the Joker sequel script to Instagram on Tuesday with the working title of Joker Folly Adieu. Uh, so Phillips also shared a photo of Joaquin Phoenix reading the script. Did you see the movie? I did. Right. 
Yes. I liked it a lot. I did, too. I also... I only needed to see it one time. Ah, uh, yeah. And I don't know if how I feel about the sequel. Well, <clears throat> you know, what are they going to do with it? Are yeah. they, they going to go into Batman territory? Because mm-hmm. they flirt with it a little bit. So that Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix performance was amazing. That that could fit in the Rob Pattinson, the Batman realm. You're right. Yeah. You're it, right. It, it's it could. very, very tang. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if that's the plan. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea if they would marry that together or not. Observations, it's hard, Kathy? It's hard to keep track of because there's like three or four Jokers out there right yes, now, too, because yeah. they hint at another Joker at the end of the Rob Pattinson. Yep. yep. Spoiler alert, sorry. Disturbing a movie again, man. Once again, Joker. just Heart-wrenching, just, too, yeah. when you yeah. miss this, this Sad. misanthrope. Yep, yep. All right, and then uh, finally, uh, according to Deadline, Nev Campbell will not be returning for the next installment of Scream, uh, due to salary issues. I, she, <laughs> uh, she told the publication on Monday, sadly, I won't be making the next Scream film. As a woman, I have had You're to You're making a big mistake. Oh. <laughs> what? What are you doing I'm here? hanging around from the second story. Why the hell are you here? Been here the whole time? <laughs> He's playing Tetris. Exactly. <laughs> right. He's sitting there the whole time and just... I'm not going near Donkey Kong. Play that game. No, no. 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 Smart. Stick with Tetris. It's just, you know... What do you think about that Brad Pitt movie? One of those games that you... Sounds like a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so she said, uh, sadly, I won't be making the next Scream film. She's aged, I think. Oh, I, I, Steve, I was just going to say that. Right? She looks amazing. She I looks she so does. good. I thought it was her. I started watching uh, The Lincoln Lawyer on right, yeah, yeah. Netflix, and she's in that. And she, I, I, don't, I don't see a lot of tampering, if any. I almost didn't know. I almost yeah. didn't know it was her because she looks so good. No, yeah. Steve, there is tampering. It's just done well. Okay. All right. Bill's just hanging out playing Tetris right now. <laughs> and Bill's here. I'll be in the corner if you need me. Uh, listening to this delightful Russian music. So she said, as a woman, I have to work extremely hard in my career to establish... A little bit like Song of the Volga Bowman. ...my value, especially when it comes to Scream. I felt that the offer that was presented to me did not equate the value I have brought to the franchise. Did you see the latest one? No, I haven't seen it. So they brought in a whole bunch of younger cast members, and so she's part of this larger ensemble, so I guess the producers thought at a certain point, okay, we can just proceed now with the new generation. When Scream hit, I was like, I just wasn't in the mood for slasher movies, and so I just never never bothered with it. You know what, and I I get that it was a uh, sort of a meta take on, uh, on the whole thing. Even, and I love Wes Craven, but even at that point, I was like, "Okay, it's okay." I, 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 I was never in the, right, in the right way. Like, I, right. I like for it. me, yeah, because it was a lot of people liked it. It was the take, Steve, uh, getting us away from the rote slasher movies, right. and right. so it was a, sort of a reinvention that had comedy and Jamie Kennedy, and, and right. I, to me, it came along at the right time in the right way. I haven't watched any of the reboots, so I don't know if they've. Uh, carried on that torch at all. Was Matthew Lillard in those? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so she said, it's been very difficult decision to move on to all my Scream fans. I love you. You always have been so incredibly supportive to me, and I'm forever grateful to you and to what this franchise gave me over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Stop you yapping. Yeah. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> yes. I Bill. need you to stop talking and listen to me. All right. <laughs> Shut up, woman. <laughs> I got clips for you to play now, so let's do that. The master of body horror, David Cronenberg, returns to the sci-fi and horror genres with Crimes of the Future. And in this clip, 
Cronenberg talks about how his idea of body horror has changed as he's gotten older. Well, it's probably changed with my body changing. <laughs> One thing to get old. I have hearing aids. I have just had cataract eye surgery, so I'm now looking at you through plastic lenses instead of the original lenses in my eyes, which I use to make all the films up to now, including uh, Crimes of the Future. So, yeah, my understanding is, is really just a matter of maturity and experience. Yeah! So that's about, uh, like, surgical procedures yeah, which and things. He's, uh, he's into that, and he does. So he's committed some of the most disturbing imagery to film in film history, and yet he possesses the kind of um, heart to do Dead Zone, yeah. which I was put in the top of the top of well, uh, Stephen King movie realization. And along with that, that gore and stuff, though, he, he does cool stories oh, yeah. within the it. Oh, so, yeah. The Fly. His version of The Fly is great. Yeah, and uh, History of Violence. History of Violence. Yeah. Kathy's uh, favorite movie. Crimes of the Future is in theaters now. Here's the, here's the next <laughs> Adam Sandler continues to run his successful dramatic roles, and this time the film is set right here in Philadelphia with Hustle, and here Sandler discusses how his comedic roles have helped him in his more serious performances. You can have take two, take three, take four. You can take a risk, and hopefully uh, one of the risks you take fit the movie. Comedy, you go, you try stuff out, you try to land on a joke that works or um, an attitude that works, and then you watch the playback and you go, okay, that makes sense, or that uh, that was a, a big miss. Let's try something else. Yeah! Hustle is in theaters now (laughs) and is available on Netflix today, by the way. We had that screening last night. Yeah, and so... um, Was he there, do we know? I don't know. I'll find out. Uh, I was supposed to be there, and then I got this this illness. But anyway, I read this thing yesterday about Billy Madison. And that uh, the part of Eric, who was played by um, Bradley Bradley Whifford... Well, he initially wanted Bob Odenkirk to do it. Interesting. And the studio said, no way. We don't want him. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman went out for the role <laughs> and declined it. And so we ended up with Bradley Whitford, and I can't see anybody but him doing that role. You know, we, you can also see how uh, a decent a guy Adam Sandler is. So I watched the Norm MacDonald uh, uh, special press on Netflix where mm-hmm. he does. He's basically doing this act that he wrote. Uh, with headphones on, you know, remotely uh, with a microphone in front of him doing the material. Uh, and uh, they have a, a panel sitting around, and it's uh, Conan O'Brien and David Letterman and uh, Molly Shannon, uh, David Spade, and Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler's reflections and memory, and Dave Chappelle as well. Um, it's just you can see how what a nice guy he was and how he, he, he connects to his comedian brethren. This is really refreshing to see that. Yep. I'm uh, and I definitely want to see that movie, so it's out today. There you go. The yes, entertainment report for today. Uh we're gonna take a break. Remind you we have a secret text word and the entertainment keeps on yeah. giving trends because right. Goddamn right. you could win tickets to see Tony Danza's <laughs> standards and stories <laughs> this Saturday, June eleventh at a live casino and hotel Philadelphia. It's eight My o'clock. Money, there's no better crooner. Uh text the secret text the word secret to three nine three 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 and we will see if you win in a little bit. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Amp up your summer with MMR and your chance at a little road trip across our fine commonwealth to see Metallica. 
WMMR VIPs, hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14th. Passes for an exclusive blackened whiskey. Yeah, whiskey tasting. What? Passes for an exclusive pre-show black and whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, we'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration. Including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com. And Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, reminder, Clearview Regional High School, Mullick Hill, New Jersey. You're up next for Coolest Teacher. You, and then we choose one more tomorrow, and then we're done. So uh, make sure that you do vote. Take advantage of this. It's a way to let your teachers know, um, you know, that you care about them, and, and you thank them for what they've done for you. Uh, so just text word TEACHER to 39333, and if you go to Clearview, uh, make sure you let the uh, faculty know that uh, we are doing this. Um, one of the more frustrating things that can happen to you as an individual is in a moment when you're trying to Tell someone about something, and there's a word that you just can't remember. Oh. And you start flipping through the card catalog in your mind. The inability to articulate. You just can't find it. You know what you're talking about. You know what you want to express, but that actual word doesn't come to you. So, on occasion, you will find a, a suitable replacement that you feel uh, will will get the job You rig something together yep. in your mind that and, makes sense to you. And sometimes it sounds ridiculous. So I found a list that is titled, uh, Times That People Failed to Remember What a Simple Thing is Called So They Came Up With the Most Hilarious New Name. <laughs> and feel free to share examples, because sometimes once you say these things and they get out there, it becomes... You know, like what your friends will bust your balls yeah, yeah, over yeah, or yeah, something totally. like that. <laughs> uh, so 215-263-WMMR. So I have examples of these. I can't think of my, anyone's personally, but maybe I will if we go through this list. Uh, but uh, people responded, uh, and one of, uh, one of them said, my boyfriend's mother once referred to a peacock as a disco chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Think of disco chicken. Uh, Why does that sound familiar? Disco chicken. Disco chicken. I don't know. But she felt That's that uh, maybe, you know, the... The, uh, the, the, the uh, plumage. Flowers. Yeah. The plumage. Uh, flowers. <laughs> See, there you go. I did it. <laughs> bird <Feathers>. flowers. <laughs> bird flowers. You know. You know, the, the, the fluffy the bird things, flowers. The bird flowers. The things. Of the That's bird. it. That's exactly bird it. Flowers. It's a bird flower. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just, oh I just you said one. you didn't have one, and you just bird created flowers. a bird flower. My dad one time was trying to say catapult, except that he said boomerang. And uh, <laughs> from there on out, every time we ever had to refer it, would, again, catapult is one of those words that doesn't come up nearly often no. enough. So it's now known in my household as a boomerang. All right. And this isn't quite the same conversation no. we had a little while back about your dad. Casey, no. what did we, he say? He said pita meat. Right, pita meat. That's yeah. mispronouncing something. <clears throat> so this is just coming up with a completely different name. Right. So uh, this respondent said, couldn't remember groomsmen, and I went with dudes maids instead. <laughs> 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 I like dudes maids. I like dudes maids a lot, yeah. You could use that, and someone would pick up what you were saying. Yeah, they yeah. would know, yeah. right? All right, now this one I'm not so sure. So uh, this person said, I forgot the word for exterminator. So... <laughs> So I used ant exorcist instead. <laughs> That's not even right. I feel like an ant. Um, you're cleansing their souls. Yeah. And ant eradicator. You're trying to get them out of here. Okay. So you're exercising them out. Uh, and another one says, my friend couldn't remember the word cow. 
For some reason, she Googled Moo Beast to remember the word cow. Moo Beast. What kind of laps? What kind of laps would make you forget cow? Some kind of big brain fart. I mean, something has blocked you and you just can't recall. Though you could remember Moo, the sound they make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one says, my ex called an animal shelter a cat refugee camp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's some people who could confuse refuge with refugee. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, another one says, uh, to this day, most of my family refers to a strainer or colander as a, <laughs> as a noodle stay water go. Because <laughs> noodle stay and the water goes. Yeah, my brother called it that once when he couldn't find it and needed to ask where it was. Where's the noodle stay water go thing? <laughs> so that's what they refer to it. Oh my that. God. I love that. That is great. Uh, this one says, back in the 90s, I was 14, I was begging my mom to let me go to a Guns N' Roses concert. And I kept nagging until she got frustrated but couldn't remember the name of the band. And she said, I'm not letting you go to any damn Death and Flowers concert. <laughs> <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Oh. Death, Death and Flowers. It's like a bird flower. And flowers. Uh, here's a text. It says, I had a friend ask for spicy yellow mayo on his hot dog once. He meant mustard. <laughs> spicy yellow mayo. Do you have any of that spicy yellow mayo? Um, this one says, a Polish exchange student was thirsty after a night out and didn't know what to say, so he pointed to his mouth and said, Sahara. Okay. <laughs> Does he have a dry mouth? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Sahara. Mm. Uh, let's see. How about... It's amazing how the mind works that you would forget. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. wow, you'd have to be gone. This says, a couple weeks ago, I was getting a pack of darts. I don't know why. Uh, needed some change. Pick up some darts on the way home. You're probably having like a balloon yeah, race. Yeah, they were having a balloon <laughs> contest. Yeah. Uh, are darts cigarettes? Uh, I don't know. Needed some change for the parking meter. As the girl is getting my change out, I was panicked uh, what it was called. My mind went blank. All I could get out of my mouth was... Can I have my change in metal money <laughs> instead of coins? coins. No. Couldn't, you couldn't come up with the metal name money. coins. Oh, Do you have metal money? Metal money. That's great. Uh, let's see. I will go next to this one. Uh, somebody said, instead of saying reindeer once, I said Christmas llama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one says, my boyfriend thought I was clever when I asked what the right word for an angry... Wait, wait. Oh, oh. My my girlfriend or my boyfriend that was clever when I asked what the right word for an angry parade was. It's a protest. Oh, oh God. Yeah. An, angry come, you know, an angry parade. An angry parade. Uh let me go to Brian. Hey Brian, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Good, how are you? Good. Do you want to share something with us? Yeah, so back in college, uh well, they were doing, I don't know, yard work or something on, on our uh, apartment complex. And there was, they had, like, tractors and, like, like backhoe-type things all around. And uh, our one friend uh, referred to it as, as like, oh, what, what's up with all the cranes out here? <laughs> well, you know, there's some people with yeah. heavy machinery. Yeah. Don't know the names. They don't know. Yeah. So, so uh, well, while well, that's incorrect, a backhoe's a backhoe. Yeah. But, I call okay. everything a backhoe. Like, I, mean, I would know the difference between a backhoe and a crane, but, like, I like don't... Like a bulldozer, well, you call it a backhoe? I'm like, oh, what are all those backhoes they, they, doing Think of the yeah. movement like, of the... Uh, it's it's scooping. I, I know, but, like, I don't know what the other things are, so I just call them all backhoes. But a crane, yeah. <laughs> I would know a crane, I would, gi- I would give that person a, a, a pass on that. 
Uh, this one says, I can't remember who said it, but ever since I heard a person call a cupcake a party muffin, <laughs> oh. they were permanently renamed in my mind. I love that. I like that, too. Uh, once I had to listen to my mother tell a 10-minute story about all the honkers she saw in the park. She meant geese. Oh, okay. right. Not so knockers. She, so she would call them honkers. Uh, here's one uh, that said they were in uh, Target, and I forgot the word for insecticide or even bug spray, and so I asked an attendant for a can of bug murder. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, mom, it says, my mom once referred to Guitar Hero as Carpet Banjo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like that one. Another one says, couldn't remember the word athlete, so I went with Sportican. (laughs) Couldn't remember athlete? Wow. Yeah, listen, it's it's a common word that will escape you. Right. And and, and it happens. Uh, In fact, this one said, I forgot the word for pants. (laughs) And so I called them long sleeved shorts. Oh when, yeah, when this so happened, we did growing up, they were long sleeved shorts. Really? Yeah, yes, yeah, exact okay. same. Yeah, it's usually it's usually you're doing something like, you know, you know, and yeah. you're trying. Yeah, and that's by where, the way, that's where these words are born. I've often posited that when you can't think of a word, that is contagious. That can be like if I can't think of a word, you and can cause you, other people to forget the word. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I don't yeah. know why that is. Yep. Um. And so, and there is there a word that anytime you try to say it, uh, you forget what it is. Well, you know what, I, I, a word that eludes you every because I have one, and I'm trying to think of uh, of what that actual word is. What is it? So, okay, because I would often say this uh, because you know when I would like drink, I would get out of control, right? And, and I have my my best friend never did so. He always had. The ability to control it, and there's there's this word, and every single time I talk to I him, I don't know what you're, I, moderate, you're talking about. Moderation. Moderation. Oh, you can Moder- you, I, moderation. You can never think of the word. <laughs> moderation. Think of the word moderation. Okay. Every single time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in moderation. Everything. It's one, in mo- it's one yeah, of those right. things you just have a hard time recalling, yeah. right? For whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> you know uh, what happens? Uh, people will make me forget. Actors or things that they're trying to remember. If they try to remember a name, who is that person? Now, I, if they didn't seem to be forgetting it, I would probably remember it much quicker. But yeah. it is, there is a level of contagiousness involved with that. There was uh, three different conversations that Chuck and I were having, and he couldn't remember the word hipster. <laughs> and all three conversations, we sat there for like a half an hour. Right. Could not remember. And, and even after the first one, we knew that it was hipster, but we couldn't remember the term hipster. And I actually just listened to a, uh, I love Gary Goldman, and he had an album come out in 2016. Uh, and he's got a whole bit about synonyms because he had a friend who was telling him about a documentary about Hitler. And the word that she was searching for was atrocities. But she didn't come up with atrocities. She, she called them shenanigans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hitler shenanigans. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, my son's friend didn't know the word for tank top, so he called them hot shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's that makes great. sense. Uh, another one says, uh, my son calls the aquarium a fish zoo. Okay. Uh, so if, but, you know, th- there's a difference between a little kid right. name and you just right. not being able to remember right. it and you, uh, you all of a sudden... Give it another name. I'm going to go to Joe. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Hey, Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? So, uh, years ago, when my oldest daughter, when she was smaller, she uh, we were driving past the farm, and I was like, look, it's a, uh, a, uh, and then she 
we, I said, it's a moo And she goes, you mean Cal? <laughs> <laughs> the kid knew right away. What's even funnier is the fact that later, we've done it for so many years that my younger daughter goes into school, and they said, what's this? And the picture of a cow, and she goes, it's a moo Yeah. And they're like, it's a cow. She goes, no, it's a moo <laughs> It becomes moo She never realized Right, like how I, like it was actually named cow. It becomes part of the modified vocabulary. We we would. I remember us calling them moos yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, let me go next to where is this? Oh yeah, it's uh, Mike. We're gonna go to. Hey Mike. Good morning. Oh my balls. <laughs> oh my balls. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, first thing, Preston, congratulations on 50,000. Hey, how about it? Way to go. Oh, my boss. And I was one of those 50,000. You're in for some real entertainment, my man. Thank you for following. What's up? All right, so my son, he's 16. When he went to daycare, she got paid every Friday. Some days we'd give her a check. Some days we'd give her cash. And one day we forgot. So she said, hey, tell your parents, remember to pay me. My son goes, oh, yeah. You like the paper monies, not the little round ones. <laughs> the little round ones. coins. The, right. little, yeah. the little round ones have been a thing with us forever since then. So you've used that. Yep, I love it. It's like the the metal money. It's funny because kids are Thanks, obviously Mike. prone to do that because they're, they're building yeah. their vocabularies at that yeah. point. But when you're an adult yes. and you call it a moo-moo. Yep, that's a different story. So let me go to Dylan. Hey, Dylan, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. No, we want it. What's up, bud? <laughs> so uh, I was camping with my girlfriend. And uh, we walk past this little pond, and I go, look at that uh, dove goose. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, that, like, classy duck. It was a swan. <laughs> it was a, a swan. A dove goose. Classy yeah, duck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dove goose. <laughs> you just duck. couldn't come yeah. up with the name swan. I love it. All right. Ooh, thank you, Dylan. Duck thank you. Appreciate what it. an elegant dove goose. Stop looking at me, classy duck. <laughs> All right, I was looking for the stop looking at me, Swan. I got you. All right, I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm that's nor, that's like a go-to for you. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. This says, growing up, we had a piece of furniture that we didn't know what to call. It Was it a bureau, a dresser? And we all agreed to call it Uncle Fred. And uh, that's uh, weird until we have company. What? <laughs> so I don't know all why. Right. All right, so that's not exactly what this is. All right, here, the, my buddy once did, forgot the name, uh, the term air horn and called it spray scream. <laughs> <laughs> spray scream. It's in a bot, you know, it's I in like a can. That, yeah. So, yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, the When my sister was young, she didn't know the word uh, cemetery. So she would call it dead people field. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this one says, at one point, I started Googling map of the year. Because my brain short circuited and I and I couldn't recall the word calendar. Oh my god! Map of the year. Map of the year. Ah, uh, that's you probably yeah. get a lot of that when people have had some sort of head trauma and they're trying to uh, <laughs> when they're trying to fuse ideas together. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, this one said, "My husband wanted me to pass him the cooking tongs, and instead he said sausage tweezers." <laughs> And that one could stick that, too. That yeah. could stick. If you accidentally slip yeah. and say something like that, that's going to be what it is known from here on out. I'll go to Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Bonjour, bitches. What's up, buddy? <laughs> uh, so we were going to my friend's place, and I couldn't remember the name. So he, my friends asked, like, where does he live? And I'm like, um, you know, the room houses. <laughs> what the hell are room houses? Apartments. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so instead of room ha- you Houses just couldn't remember apartments. Yeah. Room room houses. 
Yeah, it was yeah and, it, and it makes sense. Condos would be like that as well, right? Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, so earlier I was talking about um, f- uh, feathers. Yes. Yeah. And I suddenly said flowers. <laughs> Uh, this one said, uh, a girl called a feather a bird leaf. <laughs> <laughs> there, this uh, like minds. Um, this says, my buddy couldn't find the word for lungs, and he came up with breath sacks instead. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another one said, uh, at a house party, uh, when this trash bro came up to me, he said, hey, man, I'm about to score. You got one of those um, plastic penis socks? <laughs> Uh, wow. He wanted a condom. condom okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person said, I once referred to a fly swatter as a bug spatula when the name <laughs> escaped me. I like that one, too. Bug spatula could be a, a name of a band. Uh, someone said, I was looking for the word cereal, couldn't come up with it. Best I could do was breakfast soup. <laughs> breakfast soup. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to... <laughs> Let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Joe? What's up? So, for some reason, I couldn't think of the word mango, and I was slipping with my words and be like, oh, yeah, that orange fruit. And then I thought I had it. I say, exclaimed, oh, yeah, mango. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's a character in Blazing Saddles named Mongo. Mongo. So, Mango instead of yeah. mangoes. I think that's the I think that's exactly what I was thinking of. That's just where my brain went nice. yeah. instead of mangoes. Thanks, so, Joe. It it's the way you stuff. transpose things in your mind. So apparently, and the way behind that, uh, the, the meaning behind that, Steve, or the reason, uh, we're going to go to Dottie, who is a speech therapist and can help us out with a little bit of this. Hi, Dottie. Good morning. Hi. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you, Dottie. So there's an actual word for this yeah, not being able to think of a word? Yeah, so it's called word retrieval. So you're not forgetting what you want to say. Imagine your brain is like a a forger or a filing cabinet filled and filled and filled with files, right? Which yes. are the words. You're just you're just having trouble finding it. Mm. So it's a very it's you know tip of the tongue phenomenon. It's very common, and it actually gets worse as your vocabulary expands yeah. because you don't want to say pancake slipper you want to say spatula so you're hesitating so that you find the exact word that you want to say so you're saying that the more um elaborate your vocabulary the more likely you are to struggle for the word the perfect word yeah that's right all right right. interesting it's funny daddy because when we that guy called in he he called the uh the cow the moo moo to his daughter and his daughter's like no that's a cow i was thinking like Dude, you don't even know that many words yet. Of course you know the word cow. Like, you know how many words we've learned over this, you know? And I often thought of that, too, like, as a, you know, as a kid and, like, an adult will come over and didn't remember, like, all of our names, you know? Like, uh, you're like, how could you not remember my name? I'm your cousin or, you know? But you know how many names I've learned over the last 40 years? Is is there a better way? Is there a way, Dottie, to train yourself or different? Yeah, so I was just going to say so casey the next time that you're searching for the word moderation you're actually supposed to go through the alphabet quickly and you'd be like a b c and i promise you when you get to m moderation will come out that's an interesting just take take the time even if you eat go ahead i do it all the time i work in a school and you know the kids names like you know, I'm, I'm like my 37th year in a school, and all the kids' names blend together. So I'm like ABC. Oh, Jalen, hi. There you, you know, go. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah, all okay. right. We'll give that a shot. And so probably wouldn't right. work when you need to 
come up with the word quickly, but if it's escaping you... Yeah, you'd be surprised how quick... You would be surprised, you know, once you start doing it. Oh, it's Xander. Okay, you're right. I've actually... I can, I can write down the alphabet, like, from memory alone. Wow, you are uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very what, good, Casey. <laughs> what if you forget a letter in the alphabet? <laughs> yeah, what if that... <laughs> all right, thank you, Dottie. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Um, all right, a few others uh, quickly. We're going to have to take a break here in a moment. Uh, this one says, I couldn't remember oven mitt, so I called it a heat gauntlet. <laughs> I love that. Uh, another one says, I couldn't think of the word robe, so I used the word, I asked my friend for a towel jacket. You know? uh, yes, I mean, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So, uh, like, I, I always laugh about the way the, the Dyson Company uh, names their various appliances. So we have Dyson fans in the house, but they don't call them fans. They call them air multipliers. Oh, well, air, mu- air yeah. multipliers. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I couldn't remember the word for lid, so the only thing I could do was look for drink hats. <laughs> That's what they called them, drink hats. Oh, well, the the uh, the, the uh, decorative, uh, and now I, I call them beauty tax, but they're the, um, you put in sandwiches. Oh, yeah, it's uh, toothpicks? Toothpicks, yeah. yeah. I yeah. always call them a beauty tax. Beauty tax? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, another yes. one says, I was, I was playing Pictionary with some friends, and the prompt was skunk, so I did my best to draw skunk, and my friend yelled, stinky cat. <laughs> that works. Instead of skunk. Uh, another one says, I once called toothpaste tooth soap, uh, and I couldn't think, because I couldn't think of the name. Uh, and another one says, uh, when looking for the word sore, uh, this girl couldn't think of it, and she thought she said the words muscle hangover. <laughs> So I guess after working out. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, got it. Yeah. Uh, My friend was frustrated because she couldn't find her shoehorn and then said loudly, where is the boot spoon? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think I said butt spoon? No, 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 no. Uh, Never mind. It looks (laughs) spoon-like, yes. Uh, And then the last one says, uh, my mom always uh, says wanky candles instead of Yankee candles. (laughs) Okay. That could be thought. That could be interpreted as something else. Uh, I do like that. You as touching well. your yeah. wanky candle again? <laughs> All right. Anyhow, but it's called. Uh, I even forgot what she said. It was word called. retrieval. Thank you. Yes. Nice. And just go through the alphabet. Yes. It'll be all good. All right, we can reminisce about this stuff if you want to, ladies, because we have a sorority party. We would like to invite you to at Parks Casino. Uh, this is going to be Wednesday, June fifteenth, one day, one week from today, six to eight p.m. We'll be in the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Parks Casino. And we're going to do a square dance party. In fact, we have members of the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers. There you what, go. What a round dance. What's round dancing? I think the edges are softer. Oh, they must yeah, yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of, of round dancing. Well, so we, square dancing and round dancing. We did square dancing and, and we would we would move in a circle. Maybe yeah. that's just yeah. a riff. Uh, so we'll take, uh, you know what? We'll take... Just to make Bill happy, nine ladies that want to go. And you can bring a friend. Everybody has to be female and 21 years or older. 215-263-WMMR. So it is next Wednesday. We always like to have an activity to do at our parties. And this one is square and round dancing. Why not? I think round dancing may just be the more modern square dance. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Let's get you on board, and we will do it up next Wednesday at Parks Casino. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Going live on Fox Good Day. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. 
Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going live on Fox Kids right now. And her lover of four... Are we okay? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Hi, guys. Of four years... (laughs) Four years they were together, and now they're engaged. She had an accident. She fell off of a rooftop bar in in this weird freak accident and went into a coma for three months. So she came out of the coma... And realized the guy had moved on. It was five months later when she got her, you know, grip on things. And realized yeah, she came out of it, and then she was about five months later. She had her faculties about her. She mm. was like, "Oh yeah, I had a fiance. Where is he?" Oh crap! He took off. Well, so what is? The... And he blocked her on social media and yeah. everything. Uh, it wasn't just like he left her. Right. He also was like, "Don't even come over here." So wow. what's about the amount of time, Preston, that that, that would be okay? Oh. Well. Maybe he found someone more attractive afterwards. Um, yeah. Oh so at least he he, he he moved up. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know. Are you like me, Preston? Like, I've I've nodded off during a movie, and my wife has remarried and moved out of state. <laughs> <laughs> no, fortunately, I've stayed awake, okay. so I haven't had that happen to me. Uh, no, he sounds like a real winner, right? Uh, but, I, I mean, listen, well, I, who all knows what the details of this story are? She may have yeah. been a horrible person. I know. I mean, that's terrible if to say, right? If it's any comfort to her, maybe he was cheating on her while she was lucid. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah maybe the Funny yeah. as that happened. Listen, Maybe that's I, why she jumped off the roof. Yeah, I, I had, I knew of someone who knew someone. They were they were going through a divorce, or or they were they, she the the woman in the relationship was planning on ending the relationship, uh, okay. and all of a sudden, her significant other gets a terrible medical diagnosis. Really, oh, no. and so she is then trapped in this cycle of <sighs> I can't break it off now right. because yeah. how bad is that going to make me look? But she really, they they weren't, you know, they weren't they simpatico any longer. She should have pushed him off the roof. That would have been the, quicker at least. But <laughs> these weird scenarios it like is this weird. can pop up. Yeah. Know? I think normal moral conundrum. You, you make the commitment, right? I mean, so, so, but I mean, also, at what point, I think you give it the good college try. I don't know if this would be considered really in, <laughs> investing all the time and to ghost her and then block her. It seems like there was more uh, right. amiss, right? You know? Maybe the prognosis was looking bad for her, and it all of a sudden turned around. But when the prognosis looked bad, he decided to cut and run, and he got into a relationship with someone else. And was then, her? Oh, it's too late to go back, and I don't know. Was her nurse hot? Was that the? That's prog- a good yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you mean during the sponge baths? Yeah. Oh my exactly. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Bye, kids. Right. Bye, bye. We'll see you later, yeah. Mike. <laughs> That's a weird That's one. Awful. I don't know where to go with that. Uh, to be you know, I do know the complete opposite, though. Like, uh, a friend of mine got sick, and when she got sick, she was like, I don't want to waste my, any more of my life. And so she left her husband. Oh, so she was, like, wow. in the middle of chemo wow. treatment, like, having double mastectomy, having breast, like, whole thing going through all of it, and was, like, 
no thanks, I don't want you there. So she had like an epiphany of, I, yeah. I don't want this relationship? Yeah. Uh, wow. I well, think probably but, she had been thinking about it for a while, and then when she got the diagnosis, she was like, I'm not wasting any more was time. Was her uh, husband or, or you said husband? husband? Okay, for wow. like years. So yeah, the Long other time. one was was this this relationship was falling apart, the one I was referring yeah, to, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's diagnosed with, I forgot what it was, it may have been some type of cancer, and it's like... Well, I can't leave now. I mean, because, you know, yeah. and then on top of that, now you're going to have to be his caretaker and, and all this other thing. It's, and the person who you have just grown apart with and didn't want to be in a relationship I've, with anymore. I've seen it in my life. And, and he will have, you know, somebody gets sick and, and your, your, your significant other has to step up and yeah. do, do what you're supposed to do. It's what I'm... God forbid, and I hope it doesn't happen, but I, you know, uh, that's what I will do. But she was already starting to, like, loathe yeah. this guy beforehand. Uh, uh, and then this happens, and it's like, oh, right. no. Yeah, so, all right, anyhow, maybe it seems your problem's just a little bit less today. Yeah. Uh, hearing about that, but uh, we have a look at traffic. That's uh, something we all share a problem. Kathy, what's going on? <laughs> We've got jam traffic on the Blue Route northbound 95 to the media bypass, uh, 95 southbound. Uh, that's slowing Academy to Cotman to Betsy Rouse Bridge through to Girard on the Vine. Westbound expect delays the length. Uh, north 95 between Bridge and Cotman, you're jammed there. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound slowing Willow Grove to Fort Washington. Schuylkill eastbound backs up 202 into Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound past Young to the Vine, the Boulevard, out to the Blue Route, uh, and then again uh, near Gulf Mills. On the Boulevard southbound, you're slow broad to Fox. 422 eastbound, Jams Collegeville to Oaks. Um, that's because of an accident. It's off to the right shoulder. Uh, and then on 42 north, you're slowing from the Black Horse Pike to 295, 55 northbound. Jams north of Deptford to the 42 freeway on the Garden State Parkway southbound at the White Horse Pike. That accident's still out there. It's off to the left shoulder. This traffic report brought to you by New Jersey Division of Travel and Tourism. Boost your mood in New Jersey. Savor sea breezes, the call of adventure, or drift into the blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Hi, buddy. This morning by Sequoia Outback. You can save on decking, railings, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now. On Route 309 in Hatfield, you can check them out at decksupplies.com. We're going to begin with a follow-up story. Steve sent this to me. Uh, I told you guys about this man from Queens who is suspected of murdering a longtime delivery driver at a local Chinese restaurant. Right. So we talked about that yesterday. And it was over a dispute about duck sauce. Well, apparently, this guy had an obsession with the condiment. Glenn Hirsch was arrested last Wednesday at his home and was charged with criminal possession of a firearm for the deadly shooting of Zhuen Yan. And apparently a police source said his whole refrigerator was filled with duck sauce and other condiments. Oh, my God. He was a duck sauce hoarder. He said he's a hoarder, and when you open the refrigerator, it's like condiments. There's duck sauce, soy sauce, and ketchup. Uh, The soy suggested that uh, the piles of condiments are all part of what was going on in Hirsch's brain that led him to kill. And the, these poor people, specifically the guy that he killed, happened to end up in his orbit. He said, I guess the in some pathology, people Ugh. like that, uh, that uh, people like that, take that stuff very seriously. You didn't give him enough duck sauce. Uh, he has... What an insult to him. Not yet been charged with a hate crime in the case, a source of contention for some of the protesters that are outside of the Queen's Supreme Court. Uh, Yan, who was a father of three, who moved to New York more than two decades ago, was doing delivery rounds on his scooter when he was blasted in the chest. 
Hirsch has an extensive criminal history. He was arrested nine times between 1995 and 2012. Uh, yeah, nine times. Uh, but nine times. But other, but none of them are disclosed as they are sealed. And one of the arrests is related to Hirsch. Uh, committing a robbery with a gun, by the way. Nine times. Yes. Nine times. Nine <laughs> times. Uh, another incident last year saw the angry customer become peeved over the amount of duck sauce given to him in one of his orders, spurring a campaign of harassment, vandalism, and threats from the customer. All right, what's the condiment you're most likely to freak out over if you don't find it in the fridge? Oh, if, if I'm... Um, if you are hungry and sitting down to a meal. Um... Probably ketchup. I'm a ketchup yeah. guy. Yeah, I think that's one I would be if disappointed. Ru- if you run out, no one replaces it. Yep. Mayonnaise for me. Mayonnaise? Yep. Okay. I, my mom lives downstairs, so anytime we really run out of stuff, <laughs> I can go really down here. Yeah. Just steal hers. Yeah. Uh, finding alligators in swampy states like Florida and Louisiana is no big deal, but it's much different when you are talking about West Texas desert. And that's exactly where one of the large reptiles turned up last week when Midland County Sheriff's Office deputies spotted a gator at a trailer park. Where the hell am I? Uh, the law enforcement agency said on his Twitter account that it came across a rare sight after a caller dialed in and reported seeing an American alligator under his car at the airline mobile home in a recreational park halfway between El Paso and Fort Worth. An officer used a long stick with a net as well as an animal carrier to remove the gator from under the cars uh, under the caller's car. And the agency turned the gator over to a local veterinary clinic to care for the animal until it would be released by a game warden. Stop poking me with the stick, Bubba uh, or Cletus, <laughs> whatever your name is. <laughs> Try to get some shade. They don't have that down here, do they? <laughs> Deputies were stumped as uh, to how the alligator in question got to where it did. And they're hoping that there will be possible calls from an owner or a friend who will uh, come and pick him up. It was probably Bubba. It was probably Bubba. <laughs> yeah, Bubba or Cletus. Got, uh, got a gator with a stick today. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Got a gator with a stick today. Wow. <laughs> Uh, deputies in Volusia County arrested a suspect for theft after he allegedly stole a jet ski on Sunday afternoon. Authorities said Ronald Williams stole the jet ski and, unable to get it started, just floated away on it. All right. Okay. In a, fam- a high-speed chase. A family getting ready to head out on their boat let the deputies borrow the boat to catch Williams, who was still floating in the intercoastal waterway. The police were pursuing him in inner tubes, Preston. Video shows deputies approaching Williams with a gun drawn and telling him to put his hands up. Deputies ordered Williams to swim to the boat, but he said he didn't know how to swim. And one of the deputies yelled, So you're going to take a jet ski and you don't know how to swim? <laughs> Deputies tossed Williams a rope, used that to pull the floating jet ski to the boat. Uh, the sheriff's office said Williams was taken into custody without incident. The jet ski was returned to its owners. God, jet skis are fun. Yeah. They are. They are. A Lumpoc man is facing charges after Santa Barbara County Sheriff's official said a deputy caught him stealing avocados from a ranch. It happened on Sunday night. It's gotten that bad. The deputy saw a vehicle stopped on the side of the road and spotted a man walking by, uh, walking nearby, who was wearing a headlamp and carrying a bucket of avocados. <laughs> the deputy, what's the headlamp for, sir? Also reportedly noticed a bag of methamphetamine on the dashboard of the vehicle. Uh-huh. Sheriff's officials say deputies searched the vehicle and they found that the trunk was filled with avocados. Well, maybe they complement each other. They also reportedly found a meth pipe. Authorities say that the owner of the ranch told investigators the man did not have permission to harvest avocados from the property. And listen to this. Tim Rounds was arrested on suspicion 
of grand theft of fruit. Yeah. Uh, possession of a cold sub- controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. You know about the avocado deficit, right? Uh, Rounds was booked into the county jail and released without bail. Yeah, they're pricey. Yeah. And dude, if you stole enough of those, you could make a nice chunk of change for sure. Apparently, it never tastes better in- unless you're, you know, smoking meth. All right, and then uh, this is a sad one to end on, but we will. A British base jumper died after his parachute failed to open during a jump in Italy. Dylan Morris Roberts was killed instantly after leaping from an 800-meter ledge known locally as Happy Birthday, uh, connected to the popular base jumping exit point, uh, Monte Brento. Dude, 800. Hundred meters. That's unbelievable. I mean, it's roughly twenty four hundred feet, feet yeah, tall. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Over his career, he'd performed dozens of jumps and combined his love for <laughs> the extreme uh, sport with base jumping, which involves parachuting, of course, from fixed objects. Despite his expertise in the recreational sport, uh, the Brit failed to land after launching off the edge. Uh, he had been with a group of five friends who immediately phoned emergency services when they witnessed the accident. A mountain rescue team arrived uh, at the scene via helicopter where they retrieved his body. Local police said his parachute malfunctioned, although it's also been suggested that he may have miscalculated his trajectory. So that is messed up. A lot of times base jumpers will, will because that's that's a high base jump. I usually, like... <clears throat> How high is the Space Needle, for example, or, or something like that? Is that the I don't same? know. Like the the one in Vegas is a thousand feet tall. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times, the accomplished base jumpers need to know, you know, exactly when to deploy the chute because oh, yes. it time is of the essence. Yep. I watched this guy uh, not that long ago. There was a video. He um, parachuted onto the top of this hotel, and I think it was somewhere in Mexico. Did you see this? Uh, yes, he he, he he jumped. There was a level that he didn't intend to land on. Yeah. That was like halfway down. And then uh, the security was at the top of the hotel, and they were going to take him down. And then at the last second, he broke free and then jumped off at the top of the hotel and parachuted down. Wow. Wow. He made it. All right, and there you go. That is your B-file for you this morning, gang. Uh, Don't forget, Clearview Regional High School, you're voting for uh, coolest teacher. Want to make sure that you do that. We also have more sorority party tickets. We will give that. That's coming a week from today, by the way. And we have a secret text word. Man, you want entertainment. Tony Danza. You can go and see him. It's called Tony Danza Standards and Stories. We actually spoke to him. Uh, last He's jazz for it. Uh, this, th- this Saturday at uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Text word secret 39333. We're going to take a break, and we will come back in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. By the way, uh, Bill Burr has been moved to Friday. Oh. So we will talk to him then, but we are going to talk to Haley Duff this morning around 9 o'clock. Female Bill Burr. Stay with us. <laughs> 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR this Sunday for a family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them each and every mile. All Team WMMR. MMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt courtesy of Wilson's Secret Sauce in Upper Darby. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Steve, are we going to use the airwaves to settle a mystery? Is yeah. there something like that? We're going to have to now. I, I don't know what you're... We broached this before and, do, uh, right but... now, and it became something, okay, I could just sort of discard. And uh, now I absolutely need to know. I'm going to go out of my goddamn mind. <laughs> As you go out of the building, down the road, down oh, yeah. St. Aphsis, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
there there is a parking lot yes uh, on the corner of Monument yes. right yeah painted all different bright fluorescent colors in geometric patterns that was enough right there to make me go what's going on <laughs> now there's a little building that's painted a little shack or yeah, something it's like a little, yeah. painted with the same colors I don't go that way I don't know what you guys are talking about it I is haven't seen it this when you leave today, Preston, you should you should drive past it. Because I hate going that way, but yeah. okay. But yeah. it's jarring. It, okay. it, it'll throw you off. And Bright you, yeah. colors, because that parking lot, Nick and Kathy, is slanted down, yeah. you, you see, see it. Yeah, yeah, Preston, I don't go that way either, only if I'm going into the city. And yeah. so they had talked about it before, and uh, I kind of uh, forgot about it. And then I drove past it the other day, and I'm like, oh, that's what Steve's talking about. I mean, yeah. it's it can't get any brighter. You you cannot miss it. It seems very like maybe like kid center daycare. That's to me. what I thought, or, or or like. But I'm thinking, is this some sort of skateboard thing? But it's on a slanted yeah. parking lot, right? I I cannot determine what it is. I've looked for signage, but it and seems thought- to be expanding. Like some, it's like. The, the pastel version of kudzu. Well, then I thought, like, okay, whoever owns it, maybe they're just, like, honestly just doing it as, like, a cool parking lot or a tra- But, like, there's no parking and spaces. And it's blocked. It's not, like, yeah. It's, it's blocked. Right, <laughs> it's right before you get to that new fancy condominium building called the Corinthian. Right. And so it's on the right-hand side if you're leaving our building, and uh, there's no mistaking. There's no, you can't miss it. You can only see it going, going northeast, I guess that would be Correct, right. Yeah. yeah. You, if right, you're coming so this way, you can't see it. You, you want to see if people know what, what that is? is? If you know what it is, I will give you one million dollars. Wait, no. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. If you have any idea what these guys are talking about, I haven't seen it. So hang on. Marissa's raising her hand. Maybe she'll uh, solve the mystery right now. I don't know, but I will say that it looks like the painting they do on Eakins Oval. Okay. Like right in front of the art museum, which we, during the summer they turn Eakins Oval into like a beer garden, into like a family friendly thing. Which, by the way, has a Ferris wheel now. I drove by. Really, the there yeah. is a Ferris wheel right in front. So of the So, are art we museum. to believe this random parking lot is the new? No, <laughs> is the new, I don't know. But I just wanted to compare it to that idea where they put this painting down, and that's what but it kind of. Marissa, like. they not only that. There's this building, or that. No, I don't say building. It is some sort of structure, almost like a like a large pool house or something. Huh. Uh, that is the same color. The area is blocked off as as if it's intended for something. Mm-hmm. But am I crazy in saying, Kathy, this is a really unique looking thing? It's very unique. It's, it's not just, hey, let's just paint the parking lot. No, it stands okay. out. And uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see if anyone knows what it is. Hmm. We, okay. got, we got a text. Okay. Somebody said that they know. I asked them to call in. They're not able to call in. I don't know your name. I'm so sorry. But he said SIG owns a pro- property, S-I-G. Um, they have happy hours for their ballot employees every other week. The building was used for COVID testing in the office, so they just converted it into a happy hour space. So, so that's Susquehanna International Group. Okay. So that painted parking lot is it's just... happy hour? It's exactly what I thought it was. It's a happy hour space. Wow. Okay. So they, they were doing COVID testing there, and since they stopped doing COVID testing, they decided to... to Converted into a party spot. I never saw them doing. They did, were doing COVID testing up the road uh, as, you, as you're coming towards City Line Avenue. All right, all right. I'm underwhelmed then. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be some sort of track or some sort of 
like cool thing, or maybe where they race RC cars or something. But it was something prior to to COVID. It was an empty parking lot. To COVID testing, like it was used for something. No, no, there's something. I work there. It's Susquehanna International Group. It's for our work happy hours. It's just decoration. That's all. Oh wow! It's a beer garden. It looks nice. Well, that does look look nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's good for them. Now our building, they uh, you know they gave us uh, ping pong tables and they built a uh, basketball court. There's a basketball court. I see people playing there, not building employees, no, but yeah, like yeah, other, yeah, kids. some people have yeah. found it, and now that is their own private basketball court. Oh, so it's people that, that aren't uh, employees? I don't know how I feel about that. Well, they also <laughs> stuck it off in the corner of the parking lot. Yeah. So that, that no one goes. No one goes to. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually shot baskets on it, but... Uh, have you? Yeah. It's oh, but see, it's not overrun with... I, I see a couple kids out there playing. Yeah. That doesn't bother me Give it at time. all. No. So this building behind us used to be called uh, something else. GSB. Yeah, GSB. now it's uh, Carbarth. And there's a building, uh, there's a, a bar on top of it. Has anybody yeah. been to that? I went there years and years and years ago because there's also a uh, place where you can rent um, for... Like, on the roof? Receptions and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, okay, because yeah, they yeah, redid the, top, the roof. What the, the hell? I don't know about the roof. There's part. a rooftop yeah, there's bar a rooftop there now. Bar outside. Yeah. And I think that's different than because there used to be a restaurant up top case. Yeah, and it's I, like a um a place where you can like have receptions and stuff. Yeah, okay. And so they they added to it. I was just watching like as it was being developed. And it looks really nice, but I haven't been huh. out there yet. I'd you like can to check see it, it out. From here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think there are any other places, uh businesses around here that uh that have their own little bar? Have their own, you know, like a happy little hour kind well, of thing. I mean, well, these no, these guys have their own. They've got a, a beer, beer garden. garden. You know, they've got. You can drink at work, I guess. Probably not during <laughs> while you're on the clock, yeah, but right. probably like uh, specific nights that they set up or whatever. I've I mean, never cool. considered that. That maybe there are places that have a little. A little, yeah, I guess speakeasy, maybe Nick, or a little, uh, you know, bar, a little happy hour place. Please enlighten us. 215-263-WMMR. If your place of business has a bar, we'd like to know about it. You can use our basketball court and we'll come use your yeah, bar. Yeah, that's right. We'll do a trade-off. Hey, can we broadcast from the top of that building? Oh, yeah, we can ask that, too. Right. Right. It'd be easy. I think this is the start of a lot of businesses we're seeing who are trying to get people back into the office. Oh. Yeah, not only that, because over the pandemic, that you know, businesses and have realized that well, we don't necessarily need to go into the office. You know, like that. We a lot need to of go them. to a bar. Well, so yeah. if you can make the office a little bit more appealing. No. Well, that's the, to her point. That does make sense. If you're providing these perks now and flourishes mm-hmm. to get people back, I can understand that. You know, but it's just uh, this thing caught my eye. And I'm like, what What in the F is that? I was reading an article this morning about uh, Zoom meetings and the whole, you know, pandemic uh, working remotely thing. And, and that it has this interesting residual effect. In that people are now being more prompt. They are being on time more often. For work? For things. For yeah. In general. For, because, because you got used to you got used to a a Zoom meeting at a certain time. Huh. You have no excuse. You're at home. Yeah. You log in on time and people have started to get used to uh huh. arriving for things on time. They're accustomed to it now and yeah. when you're not there. Yeah. yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And uh, what was another thing uh, that I noticed about? Well, I'm not oh, noticing. Wow. No, 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 you forgot what you noticed. I forgot what I noticed. Oh <laughs> go my god! The, go through the alphabet. It was something about. <laughs> it was something about going to work, and uh, oh yeah, they're finding that um, 
that, you know, the idea of working remotely, how, uh, you know, there was a revelation of, well, maybe we can do a lot of work from home now that we've, you know, gotten used to this. Right. It's turning out, no, no, I think we'd rather not do that now. Did we just lose the freaking phone lines again? We had all these callers up. So I'm... What's going on? You're sick of it? I'll tell you what. You... We'll take your bar. You can take our phone system. Okay, that'll work. <laughs> I'm tired of that. I wish okay. somebody, uh, you have to drive by or somebody grab a picture for Preston so you can see this parking lot because yep. it is cool. Um, I, I noticed something uh, <laughs> along those lines, but no, I read an article. Lady that, noticer. <laughs> ah. I read an article that said that um, some companies are doing away with vacation time. What? And it's because if you don't put a limit on the vacation time to the employees, they're actually not taking as much vacation. Whereas you're, if you're given a certain amount of days, you're like, wait, I have days left. I have to take them. Right. So they're just leaving it open-ended for their employees, and they found that they're actually they not... Take less, they take, take less, less time. vacation time. I, I, have, I believe I have that. a friend now who just got a job, and it is a... There is no structured work time. Oh. You have... you As long as you get your job done, right. it doesn't matter... What do you don't have to be there a certain amount of days, but as long as you're meeting wow. whatever your quote unquote quota or whatever yeah. whatever your requirements are, as long as you're getting that done, there's no clock in, clock out, there's no nine to five, there's no Monday through Friday. That's a progression what? that's a progression from these past two years, yes. don't you think? Yes. Because and, and, they, they, uh, yeah. and and you can take if you can get everything you need to get done and you want to take a week off, then you, you just can. go ahead and do yeah. that. I've had I've had jobs or any sh- like a shift job where um you could take I would just shotgun a lot of times, just keep working and work till late at night to get work done when I was doing production or imaging in yeah. radio years ago. And then they were kind of relaxed with when, you, when you'd come in to do it, you yeah. know, and, and, and leave. And I'd, I'd get everything done over the course of long days and then have a couple of days yeah. to just screw around with. So my buddy was in uh, pharma and med, med sales. And so you're supposed to call on, I don't know, let's say 10 doctors a day. Right. Dude, he would bang through that and be done by noon. Right. Yeah. And then he would just go home and smoke pot all day. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, like, do you know what the company yeah. was? I've forgotten the name of it. No, he or works. What a, type of company? It's a, it's a tech company. Tech company. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's but he's on the sales side of it. Um, so he he's actually you know creating the the technology. He's selling the selling. idea of yeah. it. Well, a lot has been made about Twitter's recent decision that uh, Twitter has the um, you come in if you want it, you don't if you don't. Yeah, yeah. I also um, know somebody who is a uh, mail carrier, and they got the route so lickety split. He played golf like. Five days a week in the middle of his workday, he would he would get all of his his packages and mail delivered. I love that job. Park his yeah, I know. Yeah. Park his truck, <laughs> go play golf. Yeah, right. Get back in his truck, go back to the uh, the post oh, office. Oh God, my poor clock out. postal carriers yeah. are out till I mean sometimes Constantly. I see all and sometimes it's dark out. I'm like, yeah. how are these guys still going? Well, well maybe they need now. a bar at the post office. Yeah. Let me go to some callers <laughs> who have bars where they work. I have Hillary on the line. Hey Hillary, good morning. Hey, hey, hey. 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 <laughs> What's up, Hillary? So I work at the coolest place ever because the owner of our store has an enormous bar and lounge in it. Okay. And we're, it's a, we're at Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville. And almost all the time at the end of the day when we're putting all the jewelry away, we do have cocktails. There's a certain drink. We all drink a filthy, dirty Schuylkill River martini. <laughs> and, <laughs> People come in and, you know, during special events, we have um, bartenders and all in there. It is amazing. He is awesome that way. So you know what, always- Hillary, with, with something like that, to Preston's point as well, and in case, just in general, the conversation, 
the art of wooing the employee back to a, a work environment that, that also becomes, let's face it, a lot of times in our lives, it's also our social environment. We meet people that we end up becoming friends with from work. Mm-hmm. So it looks, it sounds like your employer is attempting to get people, um, you know, uh, back to work um, that way by offering these perks. Would you, would you say well, that's correct? He was always like that. Okay. Because he he's, um, that's just part of his culture. Yeah. But for sure, everybody that we work with, we're, I mean, I've been there for 11 years, and we are all very close and, like, family, so, you know, we all are in each other's stuff. So when we sit there, we've been there for an hour after work, sitting around at the bar. Love it. Just all talking. Love it. All right, thank that's you, Hillary. That's wild. Yes, we want to hear about your office bars. <laughs> yeah. Your office happy hour room, 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Paul? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. What's up? Hey, I work at the FMC Tower in Center City. It has a private bar for the building only. So we, we're on the 14th floor. The bar's on the 28th floor with an outdoor deck overlooking the city. That's oh. spectacular. Oh. That's freaking awesome. You can go up there anytime you want. We can have private parties or... It can be when other people in the building are there, and we just run a tap for our employees. So Anytime you want, like 10 a.m., something like that? And it, well, I don't think it opens until noon. <laughs> okay. All right, noon noon right, is still wild. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you have to see the space. It's spectacular. It's an outdoor garden. And an inside space as well. It's really cool. yeah. I've been I mean, up there because uh, we did the big climb Philly there a few times. Casey climbed it as well, and the, the, a few times, more than once, they had a function in that bar uh, after everybody was oh, able sure. to do the climb. Yeah, it's, and it's great. It's a really oh, wow. cool, beautiful building too. So yeah. uh, thank you so much I for the invite, Paul. That's, that's really nice. <laughs> Paul, we appreciate the invite. We'll take you up on it. We'll see you there. Yeah, I volunteered <laughs> for that run with you guys up the steps. Awesome, wow. nice. Thank cool. you. Excellent. Thank you, you know what, Preston? Right. I just realized we do have a bar on the roof of this building. It's just decorated like an HVAC system. Oh, that's what it is. Wow. Yeah, you can rest your arm on the. Uh, it's very industrial. On the HVAC system. Yeah, let me go to. Oh, this looks convincing. Uh, Grace, hey Grace, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Grace? Well, my old place of employment, actually pre-COVID, we would host and uh, do events for beer gardens. So we were required to drink every single type of beer that would be on tap. For the beer garden on Friday. Work, 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 work. You were required to drink the beer. Yes. Wow. So over the course of a full calendar year, we sampled between 280 and 300 beers in preparation for September. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and and is it, uh, you, you have plenty of volunteers that want to be a part of that? Oh no! It was just employees. Okay, time, right. I'm sure they they, they had uh, like a lot of people putting in for time and a half and stuff like that. Thanks, Grace. Yes, there over were time. More, yeah, more, more than once we had to call Uber home. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yes, sure. It's a smart I'm thing, sure. man. We we used to. This isn't the same thing. Yeah, uh, but um, I was terrible. I was uh, like 17 years old. And uh, I was a dishwasher at a restaurant, and when it would close, when we would close at like 2 a.m., yeah. the manager would grab six packs of beer, and we would go out in the parking lot. And, that sounds great. I mean, from the bar. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and uh, me, 17-year-old, uh-huh. oh, man. getting lit. And driving home after that. 17 years old. Now oh, drive fast. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, so early on with the with the Camp Out for Hunger, who was it? Half.com would win the, um, yes. the yes. business challenge? Yep. Oh, yeah. So we did a broadcast from their facilities a couple of times, and I was like, this is amazing. 
This is like just like clubhouse, you know. I, I guess people do some work, but they had yeah. all the fun stuff to do. It's one of those like like uh, like te- which you presume, presume like in Cupertino or like uh-huh. the, you know, it, was the, the, it was the early time of the open office format. Exactly, yeah. we had never seen anything like right. That. No. Right. Whoa, this is pretty wild. Well, you didn't get to make it over to the uh, the the, Com- the uh, Comcast building, the uh, second yeah, yeah. one mm-hmm. that has that sort of philosophy, and it is pretty cool. Uh, let me go to uh, Kim. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up, Kim? So I worked at a medical device company, mm. and every Thursday we would stop working at 4 o'clock and have a three-hour happy hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. And was this, did you guys have, like, a designated area? Would they come and set up a bar? Is it Was it BYO? So the whole basement was a party area. We had separate bathrooms for down there. We had a bar, a full kitchen, um, kegs. And it was just a free. Oh, call. you had beer on tap. Yes. Oh man! For three hours every Thursday, work would stop at four. Let me ask you, Kim, as you reflect upon it, did it make it a better workplace? Did you guys was the camaraderie and everything fortified by that? Uh, turnover was crazy. I think it was a really toxic place. Really. Um, Especially Friday yeah. mornings. I yeah. was just going to say, so much regret. Listen, you had to quit and get a new was, job. They were all banging each other yeah. on Thursday night and have to come into work the next day. They didn't even get the weekend to, to be all on their own. Right, to uh, kind of hide. Wow. Okay. That's weird, man. Yeah, thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. I would have thought it would have been the other way around, Steve. You're going to build up this, oh, we're having a great time. And you would bond. Yeah. Oh, and God. we get to play with defibrillators. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, anyhow... Uh, interesting. So that place down the street is yeah. apparently a... Uh, a beer garden. It's a beer garden. It's I, a happy hour joint. I'm a little disappointed. It's but uh, that yeah. one business and, uh, yeah. And somebody had texted in and they said, uh, well, we can swap our basketball court for their bar if we want to. <laughs> oh, okay. So we'll have to look into that. Um, not the same, but uh, pretty exciting for Kathy. It's not quite as uh, great as having a uh, bar at work, but uh, apparently Target... Uh, is going to be slashing their prices uh, to further to clear out amassed inventory ahead of the critical fall and holiday shopping season. Ladies and gentlemen, they have billions of dollars in excess merchandise, and prices have never been lower. (laughs) They have to order so much that I could easily see this happening. Yeah. And even um, during COVID, the very beginning of COVID, I don't, when they weren't doing returns and like there was yeah. all kinds of things happening there, they, they did extend their return um, window so people could come. But um, if you, it was certain clothing items. If you returned it, you went on online or on your app and you returned it, they just like they said, keep it or donate it or whatever. But it was like... Oh, I don't remember that. But it was lots of stuff. Like it was so much that I was like, I don't understand how they're able to do this. It's crazy. Yep. So the actions come after a pronounced spending shift by Americans from investments in their homes to money spent on travel nights, out with dinner, out for dinner, and uh, dressier clothes, a change that arrived much faster than major retailers had anticipated. You want to look good for your parking lot happy hour. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they had um, a lot of inventory as far as like the athleisure goes and the comfortable clothes and all of that. Do you get clothes from there? Yeah, I got really? Yeah, sure, Target, sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they they had a lot of that, and they said that they didn't um, they didn't see this shift coming as fast as it would mm-hmm. as it did, and so now they have an excess of it all. Yeah, quarter the uh, apparently Target reported last month its profit for the fiscal first quarter tumbled fifty two percent compared to the same time period last year. 
So sales of big TVs and small kitchen appliances that Americans loaded up on during the pandemic have faded, leaving Target with a bloated inventory uh-huh. uh, that it said must be marked down to sell. So does that mean they're going to they're gonna mark down all their TVs? Yes. They're, yeah, so they were saying electronics, wow. furniture, things like that so are going to be marked As way people down. were cocooned, yeah. right, yeah. during all that, they ne- so they laid that. all that in to accommodate the demand. Now that that's ended, they have this excess, so uh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, and now with news like that, I start to think, all right, well, what do I need to buy? Yeah, yeah right. you know what I mean? You and I, I can't really think of anything. It's like, well, what do I want to buy then? Because it's going to be such a bargain. You well, know? and they're oh, not well, really being descriptive as no. to uh, exactly what's going to be on sale or when. They showed the perfunctory pictures of appliances and stuff like that. But I think you should take this opportunity to get your outfit for the band. <laughs> like you, like the what you're going to wear. Like a, like a, Is it going to be like a Devo look? <laughs> You know, something very, something very distinct. Maybe I should. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> so yet. They, they're not indicating when this is going to take place. Uh, it's. I believe it's already started. It's, not sure. Yeah, yeah, it may have. Uh, in aggressively clearing out unwanted goods, Target wants to make room for what is now in demand, including groceries and makeup products. Yeah, that's me. I I, I buy produce and mascara. Uh, but Target <laughs> is also facing sharply higher costs for everything from uh, labor to transportation and shipping, and it will offset price cuts where uh, it can with high prices for goods now in demand. Higher prices So basically for they're going to put everything on sale, but then the new products coming in are going to be more expensive. More now, those up. Yeah. One thing they are doing, though, which they've never done before, is they will rent food. Now. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy a ton of groceries at Target. Uh, maybe I should, but, I mean, I've noticed an increase in my grocery bill over the last few weeks, and uh, if there are discounts there, maybe it's a, a time for a shift. Well, you know, the what they what are they calling it? The, um, the, uh, uh, the amount... Reduced in a box of like cereal. There's a technical right. term for that. It's not. It's it's one of the flations, but it's um, shrinkflation or something like that. Okay. Uh, where so you'll get the, yeah. <laughs> shrinkflation. <laughs> Master. Oh no. Um, but uh, the the whole concept is is that's gotten a lot worse, and it gets a lot worse with specifically things like cereal, where they can mm-hmm. take the box. It's about the same size, but fill it now twenty percent less. Huh. But doesn't it have to be by weight. Well, a lot of people don't notice the weight difference, so oh. they'll they'll just look at Sometimes the box Sometimes somebody size. does, and then yeah. they file a right, class right. action yeah. lawsuit, so yeah. they got to watch out for that. Uh, so Target is working with suppliers to cover costs for their vendors uh, whose orders are being canceled, and in some cases, some of those raw materials that were meant for some goods will instead be used for other products in higher demand. Many of the orders for products being canceled have a long production lead time of nine months. And they also said they're going to add five distribution centers over the next two fiscal years. So they're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll be okay. You're alone. <laughs> with you alone. That's all they need. You're, you're a P1. I do do wanna, you do grocery shopping there, Kathy? Um, I don't do like a full grocery order there. But like if, you know, I missed something or, you know, mm-hmm. wherever I go doesn't have it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get some, a few things there. Yeah. I feel weird about buying my groceries in a place that sells, I know, right? you know, <laughs> automotive goods I and do clothing. Too. But it you know what? They're right. Well, yeah, yeah but they're um, even like their produce is pretty decent. I mean, obviously, you have to look at it, but um, their stuff in their grocery section is pretty fresh. I'd probably feel more comfortable if, if a lot of the other stuff around the departments 
store area was made of food, like the clothing made of bologna or stuff yeah. like that, you know? Uh, the giant, you ever been to like the super duper mega big giant Walmarts that have a grocery store attached yeah, yeah. to them as yeah. well? Yep. I mean, the ones that have refrigerated sections yeah, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those I have a hard time buying groceries there too. I don't I'll tell know you why. what though, that what's funny is like my, my dad's out in Dallas and they have a, a, a chain, I think it's called Tom Thumb Page. These supermarkets are so ridiculously big that you almost get, like, the Home Depot Lowe's effect. Like, you can't find anything because it's so sprawling. Yeah. I just look for someone who works there. I'm yeah. like, can you please help me? Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> Where's your gum? I saw a uh, at one of those gigantic Walmarts. Casey was in Rio Grande. My wife and I were there um, shopping. This is in uh, down the shore. And um, there was a woman who, in this typical, you know, person I saw at Walmart right. story, uh, she was she was having a conversation right with no one else. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and so uh, it was interesting. And right. and then I went down another aisle, circled back around, came back down, and there was so- she was in another aisle. And this one had uh, it, it was you know big water bottles, really big ones. Okay, so the one I guess she wanted was up on this top shelf, and she decided she was going to oh. climb up oh, onto oh, wow. the top shelf. Mm. And at, it was at that point I'm like, I have to tell somebody. I got to. So I found a guy that worked there. And I'm like, you got a lawsuit waiting to happen right, right, right down yeah. here. This woman is going to tumble off of this whole thing. But it was just like <laughs> another one of those, look what I saw at the store deal. And that's one of the more uh, conservative stories you can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So, all right. But uh, Target, you know, they're, uh, by the way, somebody sent uh, me, and I think you guys got yeah. into it. Kathy did as well. Uh, it was a guy who wrote a song about Target and his. Uh, they're redesigning it, and his wife being lost in, <laughs> in Target. It's pretty funny. You get sent everything about Target, don't you? Yes, of course. Okay. Yes, I get sent everything about drummers. I get that all the time. What do you guys get sent? What is a regular thing that listeners guess. will send you? It's fish, right? No, it's ranch, ranch dressing. dressing. Ranch dressing. <laughs> I don't. German torture porn. Yeah, yeah. all the oh, time. Yeah. Now you don't get a regular thing uh, sent to you. Uh, oh, anything Batman. Okay. Anything animals. Yeah, but yep. mostly the Batman stuff. In fact, there's a there's a, a meme that's going around now about naming different countries Batman characters. Really? I've gotten that many times. <laughs> I want to see that. Naming different countries Batman yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. Okay. Is it any good? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Nick, do you get any regular stuff? Yeah, like stuff hiking stuff, national park things, anybody that wants to travel. All right. And Marissa, may as well go around the room. On the opposite side, I get asked uh, where to go to dinner. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yes. Which I'm happy to always answer. Just give me a little bit of insight. Give me what part of the city you're going to. Yeah. What your price point is. Yeah, instead of what's good in Philly, yeah. right? Hey, I have a birthday this weekend. Where should I go? Right. Like, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, you went to New York for a very cool thing last night. Oh, my God. It was the coolest experience ever. Um, James Beard, who is a very famous food critic, um, his house was turned into like a restaurant and a cooking space. And so thanks to our, uh, my friend at Visit Philly and Cashman, um, they invited me to a Visit Philly dinner at the James Beard House. Wow. So you were with some of the um, chefs from this area, some of the luminaries? Yeah. So um, uh, Honeysuckle Provisions and Kalea 
Calia, Calia. It's pronounced Calia. Yeah. I always forget. Um, they uh, were cooking there, and then there was a younger chef uh, named Tony who was just getting started. She's a um, North Philly. She grew up in North Philly. Went to Drexel. Just kind of has a dream of working there. So she is in a James Beard um, program. By the way, I love the name there. Tony on a girl. So yeah. that gets cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Preston, you would love this girl. Yeah. She had such a personality, and um, she didn't. It, it wasn't like her place to shine. I asked her a question though and she grabbed the mic and just went off and oh, she love it. was awesome. Love it. Um, so it was amazing and I'm like sitting next to people who write for Food and Wine and Town and Country and all of these like big national publications. And, I assume the food was good, correct? Oh, Steve. It was. It was <laughs> What'd phenomenal. What'd you have? Um, Corn dog? Tony made a uh, um, uh, fish. Oh my God, I forget what it was. It was, oh, my God, I have the, if you guys can wait, like, eight seconds, I'll grab the menu to my purse. Oh, okay, you have the, the menu yeah, is in her yeah. purse. Here, okay. While she does that, I'm just going to, like, that video that was sent to you, Preston, um, it's the Holderness family. Okay. Um, and I actually found, somebody had sent me years ago uh, a video that they did uh, at Target. I believe they're the ones that did the um, the dads in tailgating in the Target parking lot when the wives go inside to, uh, to go it. shopping. It was yeah. well done. Oh, there was a story, and I think it's a true story, about a guy who, while he was waiting for his wife in the parking parking lot of Target over the years got a, a doctorate degree or his master's oh, degree. I was going to say he wrote a novel <laughs> yeah. or something like that. All right, similar to it. That's nice. great. All right, Marissa, you have the menu. What was it? All right, so Tony made a red snapper ceviche. And then uh, Nook from Kalia made a, um, oh, my God, I can, can't say these Thai words. Um, there was, like, grilled shrimp uh, prong. And uh, there was a pork belly. Of course, I skipped that. Um, and a crab meat curry in a Thai basil. So good. And then a, a lamb dish was made by the Honeysuckle Provisions folks. And did you just have with them pork ketchup all <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely one of those places, Steve, where there was no, like, salt or pepper on the right, table. Right, right. Yeah. What are you getting? What you getting? There was wine for each uh, pairing from the people at Fork. And his house is really cool. There's these old paintings of him. His entire bathroom is mirrors. Like the entire bathroom. I don't know if I want to watch myself poop. (laughs) And his bedroom, too. So they had left all of those things. And it's just right there. It's like I took the train to the Upper West Side. You get right off, and it's just this little space right in there. You walk in, there's a big, gorgeous kitchen that you roll into. You're becoming a big thing in in the color. You have your your podcast and and all of this stuff. You're, You're in that circle. Could you see that you branching off at some point in your life into this world completely? Uh, it's a really fun passion project. All right, I'll say that. Okay. Maybe you, you, yeah. maybe Kathy, you can open up a Target and Marissa can handle the uh, concessions. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Uh huh. <laughs> what would we call it? I'll be a ranch dressing sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> Pop a bottle open. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love it. All right. Well, listen, with all that, we do need to take a break and come back in a moment because we have a guest who is uh, going to be on shortly, and that is Haley Duff. Yes. And she's talking about the wedding pack to the baby pack. Uh, so we will get to her in just a moment. And let's give away some more sorority party passes. It yeah. is next Wednesday, the 15th, and we are doing an activity uh, yet again, and with the help of the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers. We're doing it. Believe it or not, we are going to do that. We're also going to hang out and have some drinks and eat and have a good time. And it will be at uh, the Liberty Bell Beer Garden Parks Casino. Which is great. Uh, let's take five callers, 215-263-WMMR. Ladies only to join us for this event. You can bring a female friend as well. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Amp up your summer with MMR. And your chance at a little road trip across our fine commonwealth to see... 
Metallica. MMR VIPs hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14th. Passes for an exclusive blackened whiskey. Whiskey tasting. What? Passes for an exclusive pre-show blackened whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, We'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration, including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com. And Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So our next guest, I, earlier this week, I was just uh, telling my daughter, um, and, and I see this is a sign mm-hmm. that we have our next guest on now that I'm going to have to do this this week. I was asked, I asked my daughter, she's 15, I'm like, have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, we got to. We got to watch that movie. Right. I think since Haley's going to be on right now, that's the sign to do it. And then we'll be able to watch her new movie, which is going to be out on demand June 14th, which is called Wedding Pack 2, The Baby Pack. Packed. Please welcome Haley Duff to the Yay! program. Hi, Haley. Hi. <laughs> nice to have you. Up. We're doing great. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, you definitely need a Napoleon Dynamite Day with your daughter, 100%. Yeah, I think she's gotten to the age where, and she's got kind of a quirky sense of humor. I'm like, I think she would totally get that. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. How old is she? She's 15, so I, I think um, I think she'll she'll get a kick out of the whole thing, and especially oh, since... Oh, yeah, you're like... It's you're right in the sweet spot for yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Well, listen, so this is the sequel. So Wedding Pack 2, this is the sequel, obviously, to, to Wedding Pack. And in, in the first film, uh, the, the, these two make a pact. They are separated years later. If we're still single at this age, we'll, we'll do it. A lot of people do it. They get back together. You yeah. do hear this type of thing. So how is this taking a different turn in, in Wedding Pack 2? Well, it's definitely there's definitely a surprise right in the beginning of the movie, which I think is um, something that I think will take the audience by surprise. Okay. Uh, it definitely does not pick up where you would assume that it would. All right. Uh, first of all, just in general, I think the idea of a wedding pact or a baby pact is like so wild to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, pretty crazy to like think that you'll pick somebody as a kid and end up, you know, marrying them 20 years later or something. But, um, so we, we kick off the movie with quite a big surprise reveal in the beginning. And, um, you know, there's like, there's drama. There's a lot of heart to this movie. There's a lot of funny, you know, comedic things that happen. But it's just, it's a really great feel-good movie that families can watch together. And, um, you know, you really pull for these characters. You pull for this girl through like this hard time, but you really see her have all of these people come together in her life that love her and, and get her through this. And uh, I, I, um, it, it was just so cool so many years later to come together with this cast and get to make this cool. movie yeah. again. And we have an addition of so many great new people as well. It was it was a number of years from the, from the first one to this one. It was it appears like it was six or seven years, right? Yes, which is so crazy. And to get to actually play um, those characters that many years later in real life and in the movie that many years later was definitely um a bit of a a bit of a trip for sure you know what i've i i I, a while ago years ago i turned myself over to uh, these kind of movies because i i do i as you said there's a a feel-good element to it and i and uh, like uh, i remember years ago like uh, on the hallmark channel and watching some stuff and and uh and thinking you know what 
I, I feel good watching this. I, I'm, I'm no longer going to deny I'm a fan of, of this kind of stuff. By the way, Haley, if you ever yeah. saw Steve, you would never, ever <laughs> guess that he would sit down and do a Hallmark marathon. Yeah, but I, but I, but I get what you're. I mean, I and I can get the attraction, like for you as an actress, to be a part of something that has. Listen, from what I read about the, this, uh, the, the the second film, there's there's some heavier heavier stuff, but still, you want you know good to prevail. You want people to find love. You you want all those things that we all endeavor to find. So, do, do, do you sometimes get sideways looks from people when you're? Involved in a film like this, or maybe Napoleon Dynamite fans, or, or are they accepting of everything? Well, you know, I think uh, I've done a little bit of everything in my career, right? I mean, I've, I've done thrillers, I've done Christmas movies, right. I've like done these sort of rom-com things. And the truth is, I can find enjoyment in all the different types of genres of, of acting. But there is something so nice about getting to like go to work and strap on a fake baby belly and like laugh all day. You know? <laughs> it's like I get to go home that night and kick up my feet and be like, well, that was an enjoyable day. You know, I'm not like covered in dirt and fake blood. And, yeah. Um, you know, so there's something kind of nice about uh, getting to go make a movie like that and have a lighter experience. Now, you have a couple of kids. What's it like trying to go back into that mindset of being pregnant again? Well, I thought the um, fake baby belly days were behind me, honestly. I I used to joke that I had been um, pregnant more times on TV than just like any actress I had known. I, just, <laughs> I had been like pregnant on 7th Heaven and on Hallmark and Lifetime. And so by the time I actually had kids in real life, I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I got this. I've done this a million times. Do they? Do they? Um, do they? Do the, they? The give, was very shocking. Do they give you a lighter? Uh, I mean. Or, or as an actress, do you want something that approximates the weight of an of an actual baby bump, or do you just say, "Give me the streamline, give me the low weight one"? Oh well, that was a big topic of conversation between um, the production of myself on this one because they gave me a weighted belly. Uh, what <laughs> guys? I've had two kids. I know how to walk around and look yeah. pregnant. I don't need to carry thirty pounds on my body. Like, please, don't give me the weighted one. I got this. Um. But there are scenes that I'm wearing a heavy one, and then there's scenes where I'm not. Well, you know, it's funny because we see all these movies now, the superhero movies, where these actors are required to eat, like, almonds and steam and get in jacked con- condition. If you get, you get to play someone who's pregnant, it's like, uh, it's and as you said, it, it, it's, it's a lot oh. more enjoyable, I assume. Well, I will tell you that because I was playing someone pregnant, the director, Matt Berman, would bring me these incredibly bad-for-you pretzels called Doc. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you understand that I'm not actually pregnant in real life, and I can't really eat these sauce every day on set. Let me ask you, do you can you keep one of those? Because if you could keep one of those baby bumps, when you go like to a department store or something, you could pull into one of those spots that are meant for you. Yeah. I mean, that's... Oh, my gosh, I like the thinking. <laughs> that's that's a home run, well, right? I live in Texas where it's very hot, so that would be very convenient for me. I'm like, I'm pregnant. I need to start right in front. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. So if, if there's a two, and I don't want, I don't know if this will give away anything, but uh, will this be a continuing series? Uh, will there be a third? And Can we expect a third? You know, our sweet director, Matt Berman, picked me up from the airport last night here in Hartford at, like, 2 in the morning. And it is something he mentioned to me yesterday. He said, you know, the movie premiered in Cannes a couple weeks ago. And he said, I was talking to some people and it's possible that there is a third. So, and I looked at him, I was like, are you crazy, man? No. But he's like, you know, 
crazier things have happened, so I, we'll see. I tell you what, I t- I, and I know in general, uh, you know, an audience and, and people who would love this kind of stuff, as I'm sure I, I will, uh, find comfort in that. We like to see our friends every couple of years going through these things, so uh, I, I, I'm, oh, I'm going to look forward to this. Yeah, I want to see a third then. So this is going to be uh, available on demand on uh, June 14th, which, you know, a lot of our uh, entertainment yeah. we can yeah. we can get via streaming and, and on demand uh, pretty quickly. Do you dive into uh, uh, series and shows? Haley, are you a big uh, binge watcher or anything like that? I do. I mean, I try to, I try to watch, like, you know, I mean, I watch them pretty quickly. So if somebody tells me there's something good, I'll, like, get through it in a night or two. I'm, like, one of those. All right. What's been your, your lately binge-watched show? Uh, God, what did I finish recently? Well, I just finished the latest little bit of Ozark. Ah, okay. Um, that was a good one. I get, I get scared with, like, some of these, like, darker, scarier ones, though. So, you, so you know, don't watch, like, Stranger have, like, Things? I finish them in the daytime. <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't started Stranger Things yet. Um, but I'm excited to watch that one. We were just talking uh, about The Boys on Amazon Prime, which is <laughs> is perhaps the most troubling, un- over-the-top series you could possibly imagine. But it's, The Boys? Yeah, yeah, The Boys. I mean, it's... I, oh, I, I gotta see it. Um, well, Euphoria was like, I couldn't even watch it. Like, as a mom of girls, I'm like, this yeah. just terrifies me. So is that what this is going to do This t- Times a thousand times a thousand it's, oh, it's not God. it's not teenagers but it's it has some of the most it has the most gore i've ever seen in a show plus the most deranged but what in a wonderfully deranged way you know uh, but i i yeah. just can't see that being in your lane uh the the, the well, i like scary stuff so uh, i'm gonna have to check it out all right if you check oh, it out yeah. you need to let us know what you thought yeah <laughs> right. it's funny oh, though because uh, i I, I watch scary things all the time, and I'm usually watching it through my eyes. And it wasn't until Steve had told me, he goes, this is what my dad told me. And you being an actor, I'm surprised that you don't have this approach as well. Like, when you get really, really scared, just kind of pull back a little bit and realize that, that there's a camera there and that there's a lighting guy behind the camera guy. And, that, you know, and, and so. Totally. Okay, so you were able to do that? Uh, I mean, yeah, because I look at something and I'm like, oh, well, that was out of focus or, ooh, that was weird lighting, how they did that. Or, right. you know, I'll kind of like look at it that way. You know what I watched? Uh, there was a suggestion to some from somebody that um, I put off watching for a long time. And it's not a series, but it was a movie. And it was obviously a million people watched it was Coda. Coda yeah. is so good. Did you watch Coda? I think Talk I've seen it movie. maybe six times. Yeah, I loved it that much. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. Yep, yep. Like that was, when we're talking about those, like, feel-good family movies that everybody can watch, I was like, that is the movie that I just, like, love, love, love. Home run. We, 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 Agreed. We, you need to have your Coda moment, too, so we'll watch. <laughs> yep. All right, so. Yeah, we'll, We'll point people in the direction of another feel-good yes. for you, but with a big surprise at the beginning, Wedding Pack 2, The Baby Pack, and that's available on demand June 14th. Great talking to you, Haley. Thanks for coming on this yeah, morning. Yeah, you guys, too. Thanks for having me. You got it. Haley Duff, everybody. We'll see you. Nothing else I need to do about this. Oh, this is, I'm like, okay, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna turn Caroline on to uh, on to Napoleon Dynamite. You know what she did? She did uh, uh, at some point. I don't know if it's off Broadway or whatever, but she was in the the musical Hairspray. Oh, and that I think if you were to do a musical, that would probably have to be one of the the more fun. Oh yeah, ones to do. You know. Yeah, she had to have played the uh, the, the bitchy, the bitchy, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. popular girl. Right. Okay. I would imagine. So, yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, anyhow, um, that is coming out on June 14th. Hey, there was something uh, I want to double back for just a second because I don't want this story to get away from us. Just... Are you the student of consciousness? No, 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 oh. no. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Are you? Probably. Yes, you are. I was telling Steve you're out of the studio, Casey. <laughs> I just get I got hit by a wave of tired like 15 minutes ago. Do you know what? So I don't know what the hell I am okay. right now. Do you I'm know what's throwing us off? Beat ass tired guy. We always do live broadcasts at the end of the week. Yeah. And to start the week with that, yeah. it was just kind of weird. Yeah. I told you guys when I got up yesterday, I woke up late. Right. I didn't set an alarm for some reason on Monday night. And when I woke up yesterday, I laid there for a while trying to tell myself, <laughs> what day is it? Because yeah. when I woke up, I was like, is it Saturday? I'm like, it's not Saturday. No. Is it Saturday? It feels like a Saturday. Well, I think I have the solution. Really? The four-day work week. Uh Ah. Uh, As of this week, Monday, uh, thousands of U.K. workers, United Kingdom workers, are starting a four-day work week. Yep, from Monday with no cut to their pay and the largest trial of its kind. So I mean, they're, they're finally so they're, they're doing really a really going for it. Yes, yeah, yeah because it, they're, they're, they've conducted, ex- like, uh, studies, but not on this scale. Yeah, so this one, the, the pilot, which will last for six months, involves 3,300 workers spanning 70 companies. I thought it would be more than that. So but did still, I, yeah. Uh, ranging from providers of financial services to fish and chip restaurants. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I know. I love yeah, fish and chips. Me too. Uh, during the program, workers receive 100% of their pay for working only 80% of their usual week in exchange for promising to maintain 100% of their productivity. So as long as you get the work done, as per what we were saying uh, before, like we were talking saying. a while yeah. ago, yeah. that you can have that extra day. Oh, I don't know why. Best. It, mean, it, it honestly makes sense. Like why, unless it's, you know, like us where we have to be here like certain hours, you know, like if, right. if it's a company, if it's sales or, you know, whatever, business offices, if they're getting their work done, why do they care where they are and what love how, exact hours they're working? We say we, we'd still be it's it's like a lot of times when there's a holiday and, and a memo will go around, offices close today at, at, at two or three o'clock. I'm like, great. Let's just stay around after work. <laughs> Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, hang on a second. If there was a designated national you know, if Friday became a weekend, the day that part of the weekend, yeah, we could take Friday off too. So you say not everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> not everybody's. Well, everybody's uh, working for the three day yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. But if we could do that too, because if uh, all of a sudden drive times, because that's why we're on Mumran, right. is because of the commute and people are in their cars. Yeah, I, and I just think giving the people the choice, like, uh, so I know somebody who was they her company was saying, please go home and work from home, and she refused. We don't like. You. No, but she she just was like no because they're actually they're getting they want to get rid of their offices and so they're they're encouraging all the employees to work from home and she said I won't be productive I don't want to go home sit in my house with my kids and do work she said I have to come here to get work done so okay in that case you yeah. get but like why not let them choose you you're going to have employees who want to come to the office like her and then but if other people think they'll be more productive from home let them there are so many companies that are now trying to reconcile how much square. Uh, you know, uh, footage they, they have, have yeah. that they do, they yeah. no longer need or use, and all that stuff is crazy. I found that when I when I work from home, I, I prefer to go to someplace because I have a definitive. Yeah, I still do work when I get home, but it's like there's there's a delineation. I don't want to where I don't want home to be my office as well. I don't want you don't that. want to sit on the couch right. and do work. But if you have a room where you yes. go and okay, I'm right. going into the office because I have to work right. 
the program is being run by a not-for-profit four-day-week global, uh, it's called Autonomy, a think tank, and a four-day-week UK, uh, UK campaign in partnership with researchers from Cambridge University, Oxford University, and Boston College. Well, those dumps. Uh, so... <laughs> Until now, Iceland had conducted the biggest pilot in the shorter work week uh, between 2015 and 2019 with 2,500 public sector workers involved in two large trials. Those trials found no corresponding drop in productivity among participants and a dramatic increase in employee well-being. Yeah. So the work gets done and people are happier. Interesting. That's the result. Calls to shorten the working week have gathered steam in recent years in several countries as millions of employees switched to remote work during the pandemic, cutting uh, <laughs> onerous uh, commuting time and costs. Calls for greater flexibility have only grown louder. You know what's going to happen? What? What they're going to do is they're going to say, look what you were able to achieve in four days. Yeah. Let's bring it back in for the fifth day. Right. And, and yeah, right. Up, right, right, right. up to productivity. I'm sorry. Do they indicate which day they're getting off? Is it, it didn't. Okay. No. Because it's Tuesday afternoon. And, and I, didn't, well, I didn't know if it was a, an agreed upon day or it's up to the company. To most companies, I think, believe it or not, or at least like the mindset that I've read from a number of companies is to make it Monday off as opposed to Friday. What about? Yeah, that's when, fine. What about Wednesday? I know that sucks. I don't no, like I don't, it. Yeah, breaking no. it up. Uh-huh. The, the exact, the, again, I think you're very similar to my thinking on the way I reconcile the weekend. My favorite part of the weekend is Friday afternoon, evening, mm-hmm. because I have the whole weekend ahead of me. Yeah. And, and, and like Sunday to me is like, uh, Sunday sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday wouldn't suck if we had Monday off. But now, mind you, you know, because we have to get up so so early, and that's part of the deal. But but uh, Friday and, and Saturday, but uh Think about where you'd want that to fall. Oh, I know. Having the Monday off gives you the chance to... I, I know it's all stupid the way it's reconciled, but that to me would work better. So nothing planned in the U.S. as of now, but government-backed trials are set to take place in Spain and Scotland later this year. We got Friday off! Yeah, they're doing Everybody's working for the freaking weekend. Uh, the four-day week campaign. My pipes... Said in a press release, yes, that Spain and Scotland uh, will be doing that. So less work in Barcelona as well. Do you think um, <clears throat> it would impact school days as well? Screw those people. Yes. Let them go to <laughs> you, you go bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if God damn it, I did it. If you're uh, if you're doing this test in in Spain and in Scotland, uh, but you gotta send your kid to school on Friday, like you how still gotta get up and get them out. Well, I'm just I'm wondering how that impacts your work week if your kids are in school for five days a week it's and true. you're not. You're not. If it doesn't sync up, you're uh, you're kind of. You've got some obligations that are not, you're not going to feel the full impact of it. Because yeah, ultimately the goal, right, is to stay at home, Kathy, and drink. Right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I <laughs> could still enjoy it. Uh, so hopefully this continues to, uh, you know, take hold. And and by the way, okay, speaking of, of trying things out. Yes. And I was thinking about this um, <clears throat> while driving into work because now... Uh, in the ungodly hour we get up, there is some daylight on the way in. It's and it, so It lasts for about a month, and it's yes. beautiful. And then we die again. Uh, with uh, with daylight savings time, uh, that officially, is that gone? No. No. Next year. It's next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, right. it is voted to be gone? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah but... that vote was made, but I didn't know when it was going to be instituted. It was made, uh, <laughs> but then it gets sent to the states. So um, okay. it's one of those things where it was passed federally, and we'll see if it actually takes place. Okay. All right, well, uh, uh, stream of consciousness, uh, I guess that's what I'm doing. Uh, this does have to do with uh, money. We were just talking about work, so I can uh, dive into this new survey that asked people 
uh, what they would do if they won the lottery, found that 83% said they wouldn't tell anyone because of the belief that uh, they'd want uh, a piece of it, that other people would want something. No, I think that's... Well, yeah, I think that makes sense. A lot. Of, that's why they, they, they keep secrecy is, is paramount when they are uh, contacting the people who have won. And a lot of people, I wonder statistically how many people don't, how many people don't ever make a public statement right. or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the survey, which was commissioned by Play Pennsylvania, also found out that about 10% said they would quit their jobs immediately if they won. Uh, some 60% said that they'd leave their job within six months of winning. And a big majority, 88%, said that they'd uh, donate some of the winnings, while 2% said they'd actually leave their significant other if they won. <laughs> I think if I'm out of here. Yeah. Forget if, it. You've been in a coma, and I'm rich. <laughs> I'm out of here. If you quit your job, uh, you better have something to replace the time. Because, like, you can travel. Sleep. And, uh, I mean, just for, you can sleep for a little bit. Um, but, you know, eventually you need something to do with your days. I, you can I, find something, right? I have found... I, you better have something, though. Like, I think you can find something, sure. But I, I think you need to go in. Like, listen, this is all fantasy, of course. Yeah. But if you come, if you come home with, uh, you know, half a billion dollars, and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. This, this is like a billion. I'm like gonna live billion. It's more than a billion. Yeah. Um, like what are you going to do with your time? I think you make a valid point. I think this, I, I would say that um, I think there has to be some level of of work or productivity where you feel, at least for me, where I feel I'm contributing. Even if it's like the Steve Morrison Foundation or yes. whatever, like you need, I think, to dedicate um, your, your minutes. I, I think about you, that with like professional athletes. Like when they retire, yeah. you know, in, in their 30s or whatever, what do they do with their time, with their daily you know, with with their um, with their days. I saw once they're done with that p- portion of their career. I saw a family member retire, and over the course of time, it it just I think led to this person passing away. Oh because yeah, they, I think that happens they, they, they a lot. They were not engaged, Marissa. Uh, Nick, they open breweries. Is the answer? Ah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, can I ask a question re- very related to this that we kind of got it got glossed over on Monday. Um, obviously, we broke the news to Casey about his road trip and how it is right. going to be postponed. Casually, in the middle of that, he revealed that you won the lottery, that you hit a jackpot. Me? I, no, it was only $1,000. No, but still, you're the one that says you're going to share any jackpot with all <laughs> of them. Not $1,000. <laughs> Not $1,000. You had to like, okay. pay taxes on that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it was wow. like 700 bucks. Got to watch what you say. Wait, right I, didn't, I, I don't remember this. You hit a lottery? Yeah, because so it was a scratch off. Right? <laughs> it was a scratch off that I won a thousand dollars on. But and the only reason that, that came up, oh, God, I don't know, two years ago or something. Oh. Like that. It looks like Preston and Marissa want their cut. <laughs> I know, right? The um, the the fact that it came up in conversation was because you oh. guys had kept. All I thought this it was secret. recent. Okay, and when when I had opened my shorts drawer on Monday morning, the receipt, the tax receipt that I had to fill out. Uh, was oh, sitting in my shorts okay. drawer, and I was I like, "Why is that there that. right okay. now?" Like, right. you have to do that for a thousand bucks—the tax receipt. Yeah, I think anything. I don't yes. know what the what oh, the amount man. is because, like, listen, when you go to if you store the money in your shorts drawer, when gotcha. you when you go to cash in your money, like at, at a certain point, like you know, if I go to like you know sack of suds. They're not going to have $1,000 to give me, right? So I had to go to, like, I think I went to Acme. I, I think it's $600, Nick. Under, okay. 600 and under. You got to report that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine and I went to a, a racetrack one night, and he had over 800 bucks, and he had to go immediately huh. to the IRS. To uh, sack of suds. Uh, that's where yeah. they, they have a sack of suds at uh, Parks Raceway. And... Uh, <laughs> 
How much uh, does that uh, did Ryan Long have to report for Jeopardy? Like, if you win three hundred grand on Jeopardy, uh, it's going to be I mean, half. Do you have to keep? Or do you get to keep half of it? Uh, keep, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. In yeah. fact, um, uh, but he's uh, the winning is just beginning because he's got you know. I, I wonder if he's uh, there's an article in the um, in the Inquirer on him today as well okay. um, about you know post. Uh, you know, uh, post Jeopardy, but he's going to be back on that. And then there are other things for earning potential as well. Mm. Uh, but going back to winning the lottery, uh, by the way, as far as what people would buy if they won the lottery, the most popular things named were a new home, a trip, a new car. And the top five things named to do after winning were travel the world, pay off debt, become an artist, mm. write a book. And play video games full time. Oh God! Well, listen, <laughs> loser, <laughs> loser. I just started gaming again. Oh, loser! So what are you playing? What'd you get into? Uh, I'm playing uh, Sniper Elite Five. It finally came out. It's like the one game that I really like to play. And the last one they made was like three, four years ago, maybe five years ago. Uh, so it finally came out, and I've been I've been gaming again. It feels, so, feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Because I, I picked up a PS5. Okay. And I'm playing a game called Ghost, which is a historical um, samurai versus invaders and so on and so forth. It's amazing. But, you know, you also you also forgot how good it was to not have to say, how do I get in this goddamn castle? <laughs> how do I get in this castle? <laughs> Preston, I looked up Sniper Elite 5 on YouTube, and the first thing that comes up with this new game is <laughs> Sniper oh. Elite 5 Nutshot. Yep. Yep. So that, you, can, okay. you, can, uh, you can get shoot them in the testicles. Okay. And then it shows a detailed... Look at them all. Yeah. It shows a detailed... Um, X-ray version of the bullet <laughs> going the through and exploding their balls. <laughs> That was in the old uh, in the old Is games it? too. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's part of the what it what it does when you kill somebody. It'll like show a, a slow motion uh, mm-hmm. X ray shot of their insides blowing being blown apart. Jesus, it's, yeah. We're looking at a nut explosion. Well, it's right it's now. weird. It's a <laughs> ghost <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. It's called Tsushima. I'm trying to pronounce it the right way, but uh, it's the same thing, Preston. What the way they opt. Uh, you know the, uh, the 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 battle. Let's put it that way. Is, is pretty is pretty cool. So uh, um, you just got it. How how long have you been playing it? Uh, no, it's just a week. Okay, and so it's just good to get back into a game again. Cause it's been years actually since I've I've. Dove, you realize dove how into a game? Do, had Dovin. Had Divin. Yeah. Had Divin into a game. Yeah. <laughs> Dived. <laughs> Dovin did it. Right. Uh, no, cool. Uh, it, it's it's fun. So, uh, but anyhow, I I still, uh, going back to the lottery, I still, I picked up a you know a ticket the other day. I said, if, I, if I'm at the beer store or something like that, I'm like, yeah, do a little quick pick thing here and yeah. see, see if it hits, you know. And, and I would be... One of those that would probably try and hide out as long as possible. And would you not work at all? Would I don't think I'd have that option. We have an eight-year contract left now. Yes, so no, I'm saying. I'm but stuck. you say, you know, if you do. Uh, yes, I would. I'd bail. Yeah. I'd, I would, uh, I would, dude, I would just play. I'm sorry, Kathy. I mean, I I'd, I'd, bail. I'd bail on you guys. <laughs> You'd be would, a sure band. I would just play golf all sure the time. Would I would you play would. golf every single day. That's me. Yeah. It's what I love to do. Yeah. You would give us all money, right? <laughs> no way. He would, are you kidding? He'd hide and be like, I'm sick. I, have, I can't do the show anymore. I'm going to stay home. I would go see He wouldn't guy. explain it. Yeah. He would just say, all of a sudden, he'd be gone. Do, yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't answer that. 
Uh, yeah, you the answer is no. I'll, yeah, I'll give you some money. No, you won't. I'm going to make sure that uh, I don't so, have her. I'll give you some money, an undisclosed sum of He'll money. He'll be like, well, here's second. your next car payment. <laughs> now that you know you got boned out of the $1,000 win that he had. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. now you get the pact is broken. Yeah. Nothing. No, but Casey wants to give everybody like tens of millions of dollars. Well, listen, if I win yeah. $500 million, then yes, I'm going to give everybody a lot of money. Just like George Clooney That's did. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. With all his friends. Did he give all his friends a million dollars? Yeah. I, I don't know. To... I think you're all talk. No, I'm not. Look at well, that thousand see. bucks. Did you'll nothing. see. No, shut up. <laughs> when I win $500 million, you will see. I, Where's the cutoff case? I will have to. What do you mean? $1,000. No, no, no. How far is the circle? Like, uh, uh, you... Well, I would have to find a giant circle, uh, and I would have to tier it, right? So, yeah. like, you know, family, you know, friends. Uh, neighbors, like all the way down, coworkers. All right, so it, where the, the, is, them. is yeah. the line uh, fall in between uh, Bill and Chuck, or Bill and outside Bill? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't really been able to think about it. Bill doesn't need my money. Yeah, he's about to retire <laughs> anyway, so he's he's good to go. But, you but would I'd, deny Bill? Yeah, no, no, I totally wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I can't name anybody because I want oh, to. You also want to surprise be the, them? No, I want to be the recipient as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Tier system is not public, but my tier system also it has like there are some people that wouldn't get necessarily a check, but your house would be paid off. And I owe you. Your kids' uh, on the back. college would be yeah. you know paid for. You know what I mean? Like sure. stuff like that. <laughs> kids are out of college already. He's fine. He doesn't need it. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Maybe he gets a new Harley. Yeah, yeah. So neighbors too, like like neighbors that you wouldn't consider friends. Well, actually, my neighbors now probably not because okay. I don't even know them really. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Just because they Me live and my next door neighbor, like we. We, we uh, will take turns uh, cutting our shared lawn, you know, so I'll get, him exchange, new, I'll get him a rider mower. Do you exchange pleasantries? Okay, so. Wait, I, is that, are I, you I talking about say this, I have to say this without, like, sounding. Um, that you're. Uh, that you're. They don't speak um, English very well. Okay. Okay. And so there is a big time language barrier. So w- w- pleasantries is about all we do. Okay. Like, okay. hello, how you doing? Sure. I would like it more if you spoke better English. Yeah. Right. What about your neighbors down the shore? Would they get anything? Oh, yeah. No oh, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, my God. Are you talking about Joe and Mike? No. Not Carol. Carol's not getting crap. <laughs> you know what? No. I'll buy Carol's house. She doesn't have to live there anymore. No, Joe and Mike do everything yeah. for him. Yeah. I guess the whole not talking about it thing is out the window. Yeah. Carol, I got good news. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> you can, while fantasizing about, about the lottery, you can get a little mustache twisty, you know what I mean? Well, mm, you know, money and corrupt power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Those mm-hmm. that we're, we're all prone to those foibles. Mm-hmm. I know. don't want to be that person, though. No. No. That's you, why you're going to give it to a lot of people. Yeah. It's nice of you. You want to be, you want to be, uh, you know, a good person. Listen to Kathy sucking I was like, that's really nice. Right? We've that's really so been nice. close all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, that whole hate thing Kathy, was a joke. Kathy wanted to murder her, her, um, <laughs> Her neighbors, because they were bringing out soda. Oh, <laughs> oh you sat covetously looking at this party across. I know those bastards. No, so there's they didn't invite me, Kathy. There's a uh, there's a motel uh, or a couple of motels down the street from me, and my. Uh, You're going to get my, me a room there? My fantasy is to buy that entire block and then build houses. And me and all of my, you know, my family and friends, wow. we have all those. So like Otisburg. We have the whole block. Yes. Yeah. Caseyburg. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All your family and friends living on the same block? Yeah. Okay. You're going to live right next to me. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I have a special spot for you. No, I I'm going to be able to see your bedroom window. Chuck's your best window. friend at work. Not He's going to be on the other side. Okay. He's going to be the one where you get the money, but then you're like forever indebted to him. So like you have to like have weekly dinners and lunches. <laughs> no, you'll be at a barbecue parties, and barbecues. Chuck will let slip how much Casey gave him. <laughs> <laughs> what? He gave me a thousand dollars. Then if he were to do that, because there is also a uh, non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, uh, yeah. the NDLs come with it? Yeah. NDL, yeah, because NDA, I don't, NDA, NDA, I don't want Chuck knowing that you got $5 million more than he did. Right. Because yeah. you're my best friend at work, Preston. He's no, going to make you sign yes, a, D- you are. a DSL, Preston. That's in this room right now. Hey, uh, That's in this room right now. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Uh, th- this is an interesting text. It says, uh, Kathy would buy a Target with the money, right? And would what kind of business would you guys run if you um, won the lottery? A bowling alley. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I would not run a business. Why no. would I want to run a business? I have enough money, I'll, more I money than I'll ever need. You maybe own a business, own but a you business. don't have to run it. Like, can, uh, Preston's, uh, what, store? Golf store? Like, you, you're not the manager. Robin Tug. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Preston's Jack Shack. All right, see? You know that little That's the radio guy. The nut oh hut. Everybody's satisfied. Yeah. That's the radio guy <laughs> owns that jerk I think the owner came in today. <laughs> I do real estate, Nick. Yeah? Yeah, like, I'd, I'd buy buildings. Oh, your brothers would work oh, for you? Like, yeah, like, I would just buy buildings and be like, this management company's going to run it. Let them run I it. get the profit. <laughs> uh, that is a very good question. It would be fun uh, to be a, to own some restaurants or something like that because there are places you could go to and it's your place. Like Rocky you know? Balboa. Yeah, 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 Adrian's. Yeah. yeah. Could you own a golf course? <laughs> <laughs> what about a golf course? But restaurants, uh, I'll, I'll double back to that in a second, but restaurants are a risky yeah, yeah. investment. Yeah. That's the only thing, unless you grab, you know, unless you partner up with Steven Starr or something right, like that, right. somebody who's established and or Rocky. has a really good track record, or Rocky yeah, Bell. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> Uh, yes, owning a golf course would be amazing. That yeah, would right. be so cool. Meeting course. I uh, tell people to get the hell off of my course. <laughs> Fourteen million. Connor pulled up a the the, right. the, the the median cost to build a golf course is fourteen million dollars. There was a golf course for sale in my area for a while. Worcester Golf Course. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a three small, holes. It's, it's yeah. small. Yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I've never played it, and it's very near me. And a friend of mine was like, "Do you think we could? Maybe." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, no." In, in the late '80s, early '90s, uh, the the Pittsburgh Pirates were for sale, and uh, this was like before the explosion of value on franchises. And my uncle considered buying them. It was when my uncle had money. He, he's since passed away, and uh, I, I just from like a personal standpoint, I, I wish that he, it was affordable at that point. If the, the Pirates were for sale now, there's no way anybody in my family could. There were some crazy low amounts. I forget what I was watching where the the team was up. I mean, nowadays, franchises are, are yeah. inherently very, very expensive, mostly because of the, the buildings in which they play. But at some point, you know, they were affordable. Just nowadays, not so much anymore. Um, Meredith, our friend Meredith, just sent me a meme, and it says, if I won the lottery, I probably wouldn't tell anyone, but there would be signs. Steve, this would be you. It's a picture of, like, 300 dogs. <laughs> yeah, a picture of 300 Nice. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, this was a survey that was done. It's not like, I don't think the lotteries are up to any ridiculous number right no. now or anything like that. But, but it's all part of the dream, isn't I'm it? I'm always on board. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely easy to fantasize about that when you buy one of those. All right, uh, let me see. Uh, I did have just a couple other thing, quick things. Uh, this would be nice if this is true. And, I, you know, do you guys see... Oh, my God. So, so I have a couple of, uh, uh, like, games, uh, uh, like... Uh, uh, I have a Scrabble game that right. I'm playing with. It's an ad, Board okay? Games. And then so ads, and it's uh, they, they have ads on them because I haven't paid for the, the right. non-ad yeah. service. And every now and then I will see a weight loss ad that pops up 
where they have taken somebody yeah. and it is so clearly photoshopped the pre picture. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. It's like ridiculous. And then it shows him, you know, six months later shrunk down to this. Mm-hmm. It's such a joke. Well, you know, go ahead. <clears throat> but and I'll um, tell you my story when you finish this. But it's always like, you know, never had to diet. Just tried to drink these uh, things twice a day and blah, blah, blah. And this happened. I ate seven layer cakes for a month and yeah. I lost 50 yeah. pounds. So I am always very, very uh, skeptical yes. of any weight loss medications and things like that. The bottom right. line is diet and exercise. There's no getting around Yeah, it. and more diet. Uh, but there's a weekly medication that's used to treat diabetes, yeah. and it may also help non-diabetics lose weight. The drug is called uh, tirazeptide. Uh, tiramisu. Tiramisu. Go on. Tell me more. It's called tirazeptide. And it was studied in people without diabetes. Participants who were obese or overweight... Lost between 35 and 52 pounds on average. If you watch... I don't know over what time period, though. Any, like... God, network television has... There is a commercial for a a diabetes drug. It's probably this. It's got to be. People who use it have lost tiramisu. Like 10 10 to 12 pounds. I'm on tiramisu. Yeah. 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 Tiramisu. Um, What are you doing? You look fabulous. I'm I'm eating nothing but tiramisu. (laughs) And the weight is flying off. It is dropping. Um, Hold on. Is this available? Are people taking this? Because I know someone who has taken a pill to lose weight and she has lost so much weight. And I can't like wrap my mind around. And I'm like, so the doctor prescribed it just for weight loss. And she said yes. Find out what that is. I know. So is this? It's maybe it might be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, ter- uh, tiramisu. Tiramisu. Uh, it's red velvet cake. Uh, tirazeptide. Yeah. Tirazeptide. Tirazeptide is, is the chemical name of tiramisu. <laughs> um, so I, Kathy, I don't know, but um, let's see. Uh, according to Doctor Anya Jesterboff. <laughs> Come on. Really? That's great. Anya Jerkoff. <laughs> Excuse me, Jester Bob. Yes. Said <laughs> so almost 40% of the individuals lost a quarter of their body weight. Well, wait a second. Uh, the study, which involved 2,500 people, shows this drug may have applications for those without diabetes and could aid people with obesity. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, on a number of these diabetes drugs, because the big pharmas purchase just so much advertising time. So, you'll see these per- commercials pop up all the time. The thing they keep talking about with this one diabetes drug, again, is this weight loss. It must be the same thing, Preston. Marissa? My friend took this. And okay. he has lost a lot of weight, and mm. he kept it off. He, I was talking to him the other day. He's like, I will take this for the rest of my life. If, as long as but he, he took it just for weight loss? Yes. And but, well, under doctor's supervision? Under doctor's supervision, he has to pay out of pocket for it. Okay. It so this expensive. says the, the FDA, uh, the F, yeah, they, they only approved it for a type 2 diabetes yes. medication. Oh. All right, well, this is apparently now they're for it's non-diabetics losing weight. Let me ask you this, and I don't mean to be offensive by saying this, but was he obese? You know, I mean, there's that's, that's a medical very, term. He was very uncomfortable with himself, and okay. due to some physical... Um, Doo-doo. Doo-doo. I heard it. We're children. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. No, I'm interested in this, though, because due to some issues that he had over the past years, he just was unable to shed the weight that he had gained. But were there medical issues? feces thrown all over the walls. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. The answer is yes. But it's very expensive. That's the thing. It costs a lot of money. I've got Mike, uh, who has some friends that are on this as well. Hey, Mike, good morning. Yo, Pete Bud. Yo, buddy. Hey. What's up, man? What's going on? All right, so I know some people that are on this, and they were very heavy, and now they are losing, like, substantial amounts of weight. But wow. my only concern is, like, when we had a secondary to smoking, oh, that's vape. Well, what's this secondary?
scary going to cost in the long run? Yeah, yeah. What kind of help is that? No, you're you're right. There's and and with these things, you always have to be leery, especially when something's just out of the gate. But I uh, the, a lot of the a things. Pill. It's an injection. It's not a pill. It's okay. An injection. Okay. Okay. So a lot of drugs have Thanks, they've had secondary and they found like uh, they created it for one thing and found out it did two or three other things very well. Yeah. Uh, if you have a weight loss drug that has minimum side effects or risk that is effective on that level, Kathy, you say a friend, a person you know used yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know about side effects or right. anything like that. Uh, no. That's, yeah, that's wonder, a game changer. The first one that comes up is cancer, though. And you know what, though? When if you is, don't mind cancer, it's great. If if you're able, the the, the key to though uh, these types of things are, if you lose that weight, is being able to maintain that weight loss. Uh, it can be very very difficult because you know there are people that that have uh, either gastric bypass yes. or the sleeve or, and or, or things like that. And they and, go and, and, and right initially back. it it does work, and then they go right back to the way before, and that's got to be terrible having to go through that major procedure and then have the problem come right back up on you, you know? There are people who have, have done it, have and that's very invasive and have it yeah. done a couple of times. And once you're done, you've got to make them a commitment to yeah. get have tiramisu every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Every day. Maybe I even twice tiramisu. a day. Tiramisu. <laughs> I love it. It's That's tiramisu. one of my absolute favorite uh, dishes. And this uh, is the program desserts. for you. Okay, we got to break yeah. Oh, we got a break. I'm sorry. Okay. Sam's gotta go. We're wrapping up. Sam's got to go. Bill needs to <laughs> stop talking. Yes, please, if you would. Uh, stop talking. I need you to stop talking. All right. Uh, we're going to take... <laughs> 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 take a break. I have some bizarre foul stories that are set aside for you, and we'll get to them when we return. Stay with us. New on Rock Breakdown, even one of the most legendary guitarists of our time is not immune to the occasional brain fart. Wolfgang Van Halen puts the real channel on blast, and Stranger Things introduces us to metalhead Eddie Munson. Watch Rock Breakdown on Instagram and get more music news on WMMR.com. I was wondering why we hadn't heard from our coolest teacher that we announced earlier this morning, and I think I know the reason. She's in a different time zone right now. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, She's calling us from uh, Minneapolis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a Holy Ghost prep that had to vote. They did. And they have named our coolest teacher of the year, Ms. Amanda Coopersmith. And she's on. Ms. Coopersmith, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Is it Miss, Mrs., or how do you like to be referred to by the students? Uh, they all just call me Coop, actually. Oh, that's right. that, you know what? I've met a lot of teachers who go by a last name nickname these days. Yeah. Or wouldn't that wouldn't have flown back in no, my yeah. day? No, uh, but nonetheless, it's a it's a pretty cool thing. I like that. All right, Coop. Well, number one, did uh, I, I guess somebody reached out to you this morning to let you know that you won? Yes, uh, Mike Jacobs, our IT guy, reached <laughs> out, sent me a text. But, yeah, I'm in Minneapolis at a science conference, and we were up pretty late. So <laughs> I slept in this morning. <laughs> well, the, you know, those science uh, conferences can get pretty raucous. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the science nerds, they can cut loose. All right, yeah, you okay. cut loose. Yeah. yeah, you're a chemistry teacher, which is awesome. And we, we were one of the things we were talking about this morning, uh, Amanda, was that um, chemistry can be a tough Subject because there's a, a there's a a whole lot of science and a whole lot of really intricate things that one has to to learn and it's important to have a teacher that keeps that interesting in order to make that translate and is that uh, what you try your best to do to find unique ways to impart that information so that the kids will retain it? Yeah, you're right. Chemistry is really hard, 
and me trying to teach it straight up is ridiculous. So I do a lot of analogies. I try to give them real world applications. And one of my favorite quotes is Albert Einstein. If you can't explain it simply, you simply don't understand it well enough. That's oh, great. Wow. Okay. That's wow. great. Yeah. Um, so Coop, where did you do your undergrad, by the way? Uh, University of Florida. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> All right, so my brother's a chemist, and, uh, and and he fell in love with chemistry in high school. His uh, junior year high school uh, chemistry teacher, doc, uh, Dr. Severn, uh, he was uh, just this guy who was able to um, present the topic in such a way that he just fell in love with it, and he knew that from then, then on out that he, that's what he wanted to do with the rest of his life. And so he, you know, got good grades, went to college, studied chemistry in college, and I just keep hearing... Mm-hmm. That physical chemistry, for some reason or another, is just such a difficult course. Was that the same for you? So the truth is, um, I thought organic chemistry was a little harder because it's memorization. Physical chemistry is physics, calculus, and chemistry. And I had an absurdly good professor for that, Dr. Phil Brucat. And I embraced the whole thermodynamics and rate reactions and it's actually one of my favorite topics and i think the poor kids when i say thermo i tend to light up uh-huh. when they look at here so yes physical chemistry is very tough but i always thought organic was a little tougher and i'm also surprised that my brother because chemistry is his entire life uh, never got into and, and has never watched breaking bad have you ever watched breaking bad no all right, there you go. Uh, yeah. See, it seems to be a thing. It's a trend. Yeah. No, but it's uh, there's obviously chemistry is a big part of that. Big time, so. big time. Well, listen, Amanda, did uh, did I hear something about you and uh, your career and uh, something happening this year? Um. Yeah, I'm actually looking to go back to graduate school. Oh, ah, really? really? Okay, and what's the reasoning behind that? I've always wanted to get my PhD in chemistry and... You know, children and life happens, and now everything has settled down. So my husband's like, this is the time. You got to do this now or you never will. That's pretty cool. All right, so so teaching will be, you're, you're going to be done with that and do something else with your Ph.D.? <clears throat> no, I just really wanted okay. to get my Ph.D. I'm sure I'll go right back to teaching because I love these kids. I Aww. love the subject. I love the energy. That's excellent. That's awesome. Uh, well, listen. Dad, while you're while you're headed off to school, you can take with you this wonderful memento that we're going to give to you. It's the Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug. We'll also give you a Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year T-shirt, and this is a gift on behalf of your students at, at Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Prep. That's wonderful. Um, one quick aside: I love the work you two do with Phil Abundance, oh. and for years our school has been blessed with other schools to be involved. It's amazing the work y'all do. Oh, thank you it's so much. It's a whole show and a whole collective, but it's very kind of you to say that. Yep, and we appreciate uh, the support from you and the school, and we'll just keep doing it as long as we can. So then you keep at it as long as you can, Amanda, because you're clearly <laughs> making an impact. So congratulations to you, Coop. Thank you. All right, have yourself a great day. Amanda Cooper Smith from Holy Ghost Prep. There goes another cool one. Uh, the next school is Clearview Regional High School, Mulga Hill, New Jersey. Up till 6 a.m. tomorrow morning to vote. Just text the word teacher to 39333. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can buy a new cooling and heating system from Horizon Services and get up to $1,000 back. Horizon 
will install your new system as soon as tomorrow, or it is free. You can book online in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. Uh, so there were chaotic and alarming scenes at the Vuelta a Colombia bike race on Sunday as the stage winner crashed into his own wife beyond the finish line amid a deluge. Uh, Luis Carlos Chia, uh, Chia, uh, wearing the yellow jersey, the overall leader after winning the opening stage, triumphed again on stage three in a last gasp win in the pouring rain. However, his celebrations were short-lived as television cameras cut to him, lying on the ground, having collided with someone beyond the finish line. That person turned out to be his wife, Claudia, who is also a writer as well as a photographer. Chia limped to the podium ceremony, nursing his right leg. Uh, she, by the way, was taken to the hospital and required stitches after that whole thing. And she was running out, from what I heard, to get a picture of him crossing the line and got misjudged. And yeah, got I don't warmed. know. Uh, following the podium ceremony, uh, Chia said that his brakes didn't work properly in the wet conditions, which are so extreme at that time that he had been sp- um, sprinting through surface water. So he nailed him. Uh, does that happen? Your your brakes won't work, Case. Yeah, and it's you don't realize it, and and so because I did a nice long bike ride in the rain uh, a couple of summers ago, and Chuck and I we were riding from Atlantic City to Wildwood, not even a mile into our ride, I, we almost crashed into each other. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, he said that's the area for the photographers. It could have been her or anyone else. I was coming at high speed. Uh, the other day it was the same, but that day it hadn't rained, and my brakes worked perfectly. In Alabama, a woman crashed a truck into a mobile home after arguing with her boyfriend. Uh, Rhonda D. Young is locked up on account of attempted murder and two counts of attempted assault in the first degree. Wow. We have a lot of stories of people using their vehicles. Absolutely. Yep. Officers said that they were dispatched early Monday. The incident involving a woman driving an international commercial truck into a mobile home and reports described it as a tractor trailer. What? Holy hell. So she was trying to drive wow. a tractor trailer through the mobile home. It's probably the same size as the mobile home. Authorities said that a domestic argument preceded the crash. One person was injured and two others were put in danger. Uh, the victim was taken to the hospital to be treated for injuries, and the other two occupants in the home were uninjured, but they were in great danger of harm during the event. Uh, the police said that the investigation is ongoing. All right, you never hear of this. All right, so, in fact, I've never heard of this. Farmers love it when it rains, especially in southeast Colorado where severe drought conditions continue to persist. But for farmer Trey Jagers, the rain became his nemesis. Federal criminal court records that name Jagers and three other unknown conspirators describe a plot to damage and tamper with eight federally owned rain gauges in Colorado and Kansas. And I'll explain this. So the group's goal was to disrupt the official record of rain in order to fool insurance programs that pay farmers for losses when there is lack of rain. Well, there you go. Right? There you go. So the group used pie pans, hammers, and silicone to prevent rain gauges from collecting water. They poked holes in the gauges, tipped them over, and sometimes cut wires. And then they would use a pan, a pie tin or a cake pan 
to cover over the rain gauge during precipitation events. What did they do with the pie? So they would zip. I assume they would eat (laughs) it on the way there. Damn it. Uh, But they would, when it would start to rain. they'd block the gauge. They would zip out to this gauge and they would put this pie tin over it. Wow. How much did they they steal monetarily? I I didn't get a word on monetary damages, but the plea agreement indicates at least eight rain gauges in Colorado and and Kansas were either tampered with or damaged. On 14 occasions, government employees made note of the damage. Uh, Jagers pleaded guilty in Denver to federal courtroom to a felony conspiracy charge and agreed to pay about $12,000 in damages. No, so, that they filled up on pie before dinner. I never heard of that before. Rain policy and water policy in the American West is fascinating. I, I, th- there are so many scams and... Uh, really? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And it's it's a real serious issue, but there is yeah. so much money, uh, federal and state, that's that's pumped into these things that they, I'm not surprised that these um, scams are starting to happen. Well, watch the movie Chinatown. It's all about that. Water, diverting water, from orange groves. and That's a, that's a, a real issue that happened in the 30s in Los in a Well, it was a typical Monday morning for a cowboy tasked with wrangling a loose cow, but it was on a busy Oklahoma highway. The cow was on the loose on an interstate in Oklahoma City. Steve, it was... uh, Another catastrophe. It was. (laughs) I finally realized. You remembered, yes. Yeah. Uh, Blake Eigert, a a contractor. (laughs) Thank you. uh, For Oklahoma National Stockyards, Pinback Crew said, got the phone call. There were some cows out heading down I-40. Moo's. Said it was uh, it was start of a long day of, sa- of sales when Igert saddled up and took off down the interstate on horseback, and he had to wrangle it on horseback. He said it was a little more intense this time. We were right in the middle of traffic. The cows were heading right into the interstate. He rode through busy morning traffic and was able to put his skills to the test. He said, "You got to be patient. Wait for good opportunity." And he wrangled the cow down safely. And Igert said that it was an experience he'll never forget. He said, "It's not completely new, but you also don't see it every day." All right, uh, a crewless robotic boat that had tried to retrace the 1620 sea voyage of the Mayflowers finally reached the shores of North America, this time in Canada instead of the Massachusetts coast, where its namesake landed more than 400 years ago. Uh, the sleek, autonomous uh, tir- uh, tiramisu, tiramisu no, <laughs> trimarin uh, docked in Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia, on Sunday after more than five weeks after crossing the Atlantic Ocean, according to tech company IBM, who helped build it, piloted, piloted by artificial intelligence technology. Yep. yep. The 50-foot Mayflower autonomous ship didn't have a captain, navigator, or any humans on board, though it might have helped to have a mechanic. Uh, the technology, according to the creator uh, that makes up the autonomous system, worked perfectly flawlessly, but mechanically we didn't run into problems. They had to stop, like three or four times to to try and fix it but for the most part it was the uh it was the ai that led it across the uh across the 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 ocean uh ai software is getting better at helping self-driving machines understand their surroundings and pilot themselves but most robots can't heal themselves when the hardware goes awry so that's why they needed to stop wow it's pretty amazing fixes but yeah it's a 50-foot boat with nobody on board and nobody controlling it at all there is a robotic isaac yeah, there, yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Out of sight. All right, and that is all I have in the bizarre file for now. Kathy, yes. we need a secret text word winner. Six. All right, let's do it. Six caller, 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the secret text word. Coming back, get a winner. Lesson question. Trash and music news coming up, too. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are going to give some away. We have a secret text word winner to look for. And caller number six is what Kathy said. So we're going to go to Jared, who is our sixth caller. Hey, Jared, good morning. Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka, Durka, my man. All right, so you got a secret text word for us? Thermostat. Thermostat, yes. Oh, Jared. Hang on the line, buddy. You got tickets to see Tony Danza, Standards and Stories. A pair of tickets this Saturday, June 11th at Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Showtime's 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. you got to be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also going to set up Pauline Thomas of Prospect Park with the same thing. Tickets to see Tony Danza, Standards and Stories this Saturday. Isn't this an Alan Thicke? Song? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, he wrote so many songs similar to this. So, Mona. Yeah. All right. Today's lesson question prize. Stop it! I've ever gotten this far. Oh, that's the end of it. Uh, <laughs> lesson question prize. We have uh, fifty dollars Rita's gift card. The question I think we need to go with is. Which other band did Seals and Croft once open for? 215-263-WMMR. We had that in the 6 o'clock hour. Which other band did Seals and Croft once open for? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening and know that answer, you need to call us right now. We will do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Everfresh Juices and Juice Drinks. There's an Everfresh Juice for every occasion with over 40 flavors to choose from, including their premier apple juice line with your favorite apple to eat. Now available and bottled to drink. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jay Cutler taking a dig at ex Kristen Cavallari, saying he has thrown a party every day since their divorce two years ago. Kristen fired back, says, saying she spent the time banging his dad. <laughs> According to Variety, CBS is considering replacing the departing James Corden on the Late Late Show with a regular series of revolving guests. CBS says that instead of just one host, the audience will now have multiple hosts to ignore. Yeah. So that'll work out. My God. And finally, this is pretty wild. A lip reader deciphered what he believes a four-year-old Prince Louis asked the great asked his great grandmother Queen Elizabeth on the balcony of Buckingham Palace during the Jubilee. The lip reader says he is virtually certain that little Louis asked his great grandmother. Pink or brown? Oh, my God. God. And the answer was translucent. Wow. Mm. And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, Which other band did Seals and Crofts open up for? And it is Chris will go to. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. All right, Chris, what band did Seals and Crofts once open for? Guar. Guar. (laughs) You are correct. Hang on, Chris. Hell of a show. We are giving you a $50 Rita's gift card and get to Rita's and grab a five-layer gelati back for a limited time only. Uh, The Rita's 
the Rita's five-layer gelati is more ice, more custard, and more yum, don't you know? Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by New Jersey Transit Police Department. And they're reminding you that we all need to work together to keep our transit system safe. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Report suspicious activity to one eight 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 tips njt or text your report to NJTPD. Uh, around 9 o'clock this morning, Taylor Hawkins tribute concerts, two of them, were announced via, via, um, I'm sorry, via Foo Fighters social media pages. Uh, the caption read, for our dear friend, our badass bandmate, and our beloved brother Foo Fighters and the Hawkins family bring you the Taylor Hawkins tribute concerts. Uh, the shows commemorating the band's late drummer are set to take place September 3rd at London's Wembley Stadium and then September 27th at Los Angeles's Kia Forum. The announcement promises performances from Hawkins' peers and idols with a lineup to be announced at a future date. So you know that that will be a star-studded event. Do we know if there's a, uh, a recipient of uh, monies raised, or is this is it strictly just a tribute? As far as I know, it's just gold? a tribute okay. show. A few minutes after that, Taylor's wife, Allison, released a statement saying, My deepest thanks and admiration go to the global Foo Fighters community and Taylor's fans far and wide for the outpouring of love each and every one of you have shown our beloved Taylor. Uh, your kindness has been an invaluable comfort for my family and me during this time of unimaginable grief. As Taylor's wife and on behalf of our children, I want to share how much you meant to him and how dedicated he was to knocking your socks off during every performance. Taylor was honored to be a part of Foo Fighters and valued his dream role in the band every minute of his 25 years with them. We consider every band member and the extended Foo Fighters team our family. Taylor's endearing spirit, drive, and deep love of music will live for on forever with the collaborations he so enjoyed having with other musicians and the catalog of songs he contributed to and created. In celebration of his life, it is now up to all of us who loved him most to honor Taylor's legacy and the music he gave us. Uh, thank you again for your love and sympathy. Taylor loved you all. And we love you, too. With gratitude, Allison Hawkins. So, yeah, details on uh, the on-sale and all that stuff uh, will be forthcoming. So we'll see. Kirk Hammett is saying, I told you so, about music streaming. Uh, Metallica has opposed digital music services since they took Napster to court over copyright infringement in 2000. And now that streaming networks have become the norm, it's become clear that artists are not making a ton of money on the deal with the top platforms doling out between .003%, so 3,000th of a dollar, 3,000th of a cent, actually. Uh, and Or no, I'm sorry, 3,000th of a dollar and three and 100th uh, per do, of a dollar per stream. Uh, Hammett told Classic Rock in an interview... Uh, we warned everyone that this was going to happen. We warned everyone that the music industry was going to lose 80% of its net worth, power, and influence. When these monumental shifts come, you either just effing rattle the cage and get nothing done or you move forward. He said there's definitely a new way of, for getting music out there, but it isn't as effective as the music industry pre-Napster. Uh, but we're stuck in it, and we're stuck with it. There uh, needs to be some sort of midway point where the two come together or another completely new model comes in. It's going to have to be a completely new model because I think this is uh, something where, you know, you can't put the uh, the genie back in the bottle, as yeah. they say, and, and yeah. it's out now. People are too used to this. Yep. I mean, how 
you just drive along now and, you know, uh, whatever you want is is at your request. Yep, exactly. Uh, let's see here. C.C. DeVille might look a little different to some fans when they catch poison this summer on the stadium tour. They're going to be in town June 25th. And the usually clean-shaven guitarist has grown a huge beard. It did, doesn't look like him at all. Yeah. Uh, DeVille shared a photo to his Instagram along with the caption, Who is ready to go on tour? I am. And then he signed the tweet, Rasputin DeVille. Uh, the stadium tour featured Motley Crue, featured Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. And the Black Hearts was first announced December 2019 and was originally stated to take place uh, the summer of 2020. But they're finally getting to it. I would love to talk to him again sometime. Be a lot of fun. Uh, he last time we talked to him, he was hilarious. So, Case, get him on the line. Yeah. All right, all right, make it happen. Right, here we go. Uh, I had mentioned this earlier in entertainment news because we sing a song quite often from this duo. But Jim Seals, who was part of the duo of Seals and Crofts, crafted memorably wistful 1970s hits like "Summer Breeze" and "Diamond Girl." Died on Monday at the age of 80. And uh, no cause of death has been immediately given. Several friends and relatives have confirmed the death. Uh, with Jim Seals as the primary lead vocalist of the harmonizing duo, Seal, duo Seals and Crofts came to be the very embellement of soft rock. They had a run of hits that lasted only about six years, although none of the pair's hits ever reached number one on the Hot 100. Uh, their biggest songs were for a time as ubiquitous as any that did top the chart. Summer Breeze in 1972 and Diamond Girl in 1973 both reached number six, as did more upbeat song 1976, Get Closer, sung with uh, Carolyn Wills. Can you give me a little bit of Diamond Girl, uh, Casey? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, critic Robert uh, Christigo had called the duo folk schlock instead of folk rock. Yeah, uh, oh my but, God, yeah. But Seals and Crofts had the last laugh, or would have, if crowing with vindication was part of the Bahia way, both members of the duo were deeply embedded in that peace-loving faith from the late 1960s forward. Yeah, I remember they were really like, nice guy. Uh, yeah. you know, and and then seeing them in interviews, they were always getting along, and I, I I dug their sound. Yeah, they broke up in 1980, and then they had some fleeting reunions in the early 90s and early 2000s which generated an album at their original run, The Little Notice Traces, in 2004. But they never re-embarked together on the kind of nostalgia-stoking package tours that would have seemed a natural for an act with so many well-remembered hits. But neither member showed a particular heavy interest in chasing the limelight after the 1970s. So, sad news, but they left us some great music. Jim Seals has uh, passed away. All right, and then, one last thing, Coldplay's in town tonight. Yes. Uh, they are playing The Link this evening. I'm going. I- I Are you going? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it if they played Summer Breeze. That would be so cool. Chris Martin seems like the type of guy that yeah. does stuff like that. Uh, so they played on Sunday, and uh, Bruce joined him on stage. That's right. Was that at um, the Garden? Uh, Meadowlands. Oh, the Meadowlands. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know mm. if uh, they'll have any surprises for tonight, but we'll have it's to wait and see. She is in cars. Yeah. Dang it, girl. Uh, uh, no, uh, that yeah, they they you're, you're right. They like to do stuff like that yeah. and keep the audience entertained. Anybody going to the show? Nick is. I'm going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, why, why is that funny? I just it said it like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Ago. Listen, dude. <laughs> I know you're you're tired. I'm tired and I'm juggling all this. I understand. Crap yeah. here. I'm, I'm excited to go. What tonight. do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> Sam's Sam's gotta, gotta go. go. I don't know what the hell you expect of me? Case. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to go or get you, you know, I do. I'm just, you know, uh He's still masking it. Yeah. He's, he doesn't wanna I gotcha. It's all good, but 
Uh, have you heard anything about this tour? It's supposed to be a great tour. The, the uh, I, I mentioned this uh, a while back, but like they, there's a lot of light up action. So like there's actually people powering the stage on the side of the stage. They're yeah. on, they're on bikes and uh, and it's, Coldplay is really known, I guess, for their interactive shows. So um, I, I have some friends that saw it in D.C. when they were there last week, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't seen them. Um, for a number of years, they played at the Wells Fargo Center a few years back, and it was a fantastic show. Cool. It, was, it was a little shorter than I wanted it to be. Like, it ended by, like, 10 or something like that. But anyway, tonight. Um, the uh, weather's going to cooperate, yeah. so it's going to be great tonight. So enjoy that show, all who are going. And that's it. That's all I have in music news for you. Let's take a break, come back in a second, wrap the show up when we get back. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. On this Wednesday morning, we do appreciate the hang together, and we will uh, have many more. A couple more this week anyway. And we're coming to the end of um, our coolest teacher. In fact, That's we'll, right. We'll draw our final school tomorrow. We have uh, Clearview Regional High School, which is voting now. Announce that tomorrow, then we'll do one more, and then we'll announce the winner on Friday. But it was nice having uh, talking to uh, Amanda Cooper-Smith. Coop. Cooper. As they call her at Holy Ghost Prep, so that was nice. Uh, and it was also nice to talk to uh, Haley Duff. She was she great. Was great. great conversation with her, and her b- movie is called uh, The Wedding Pact 2. It yeah. is The Baby Pact, uh, and it's coming out June 14th, and you can see that on Freestyle Digital Media. So nice catching up with her, and good hanging out with you. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to mention. Stuff. I don't think so, but we do have Pierre Robert. is about ready to move in and take over. How you doing, man? I have uh, my couch is being moved in, uh, my refrigerator, and everything else. You got a whole bunch of new um, stuff? No. Oh. No. So that'd be cool, man. You said moving in. Oh. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I said that. Just um, was having a little. Uh, How are things at (laughs) Xanadu at the house? Oh, (laughs) you mean the tornado? (laughs) Uh, The the debris field? Uh, Right, yeah. It's doing well. Okay. If you're a tornado, <laughs> what's broken this week? Well, nothing. It's not broken. It's just it's it's chaos. It's it's like a wind machine had hit, and my office is my dining room, so there's papers everywhere and stuff everywhere, and then I I keep forgetting to pay like mortgages and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then and then you go, oh dear, I've got to get on that, mm-hmm. and um and then. Yeah, you got to do stuff in life, man. Yeah. It's so much work. I, I, At least you make it here every day. I do every yeah. day, mm-hmm. right on time. <laughs> I did. A, I had a friend who was a personal assistant, and um, I mean, she organized this guy so that he would pay his mortgage and do all this stuff. He was not nice to her in any way. Really? He, oh my god, he was terrible. He used to scream at her. He freaked out at her one time because she didn't label 
uh, his travel shampoo and conditioner as to which one was shampoo and which one. Wait, was he was yelling at the organizer. Yeah, my friend who worked. She was she was a personal assistant. She she did everything oh, for okay. him from book yeah. his travel to and he was mean him. to her. I mean, freaked out at her because his his shampoo and conditioner was not labeled. Oh. She didn't work for him long after that incident. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> he's an she on many is, levels. is a very nice person. Um, and yeah, but I mean, like there are not. I'm not saying that you should do this, but uh, it was it was that was her job, and that's what she did. And uh, if you have a nice person to work for, it could be good. Can she follow me around for the rest of my life? <laughs> sure. I mean, she did. She she would go with him, like where he would go, like his his appointments, and you know, she would have all of his his papers and his folders and everything ready for him. Um, wow. So hopefully he fails now because he was uh, mean to her. He was mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. We don't want good things to happen to Screw bad that people. Guy. Brian yeah. Wilson for a while had a twenty four hour therapist. Dr. Uh, Landy, Dr. Right? Landy, and uh, when Dr. Landy wasn't there, when Brian Wilson came to visit me on Rittenhouse Square, he had, well, he doesn't have it anymore, um, but he did for many years, and uh, or Dr. Landy's assistant, and um, I'm thinking, I just need a 24-hour helper. <laughs> just somebody, uh, yeah. Where is <laughs> right here? Call helper. Yeah. What, what am I, you got to go there. Now, what's, right over here. Okay, <laughs> sign this. Good. Uh, don't uh, don't forget to pay your taxes and oh, yeah. your mortgage. <laughs> right. Well, we're taking applications now. If you would like to email Pierre Robert, <laughs> oh dear, you can do that now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> done deal. All right, we can get a letter from you. Yes. Right? All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in attitude. All right, and we're going to give away a 55-inch Class 7 Series LED 4K UHD Smart Tizen TV. And you can witness the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi. New episodes streaming Wednesdays. That's today. That's today. Hey. Only on Disney+. Plus. We'll give that away on Friday. What's uh, shaking program-wise today? Is that the one with Ian McGregor? McGregor? Yeah, Ian McGregor. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see that. Oh. It's, I'm a it, huge fan of McGregor. He's great. Ewan McGregor. Is that his name? Yeah. Ewan. 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 Yep. Ewey. Um, we're going to have on the program today um, some cool things, like my passport expired. <laughs> um, that's not to do with it, but I just thought of it. It's a new song. My passport yeah, yeah. expired, and I'm supposed to go to, to Canada for a weekend in the, at the end of the month. Okay. So maybe your friend could help me. I with will that. tell you they they are they're saying that it is taking uh, a very long time to get passports. Okay, right now. So honestly, if you're going so to Canada, two and a half need, three weeks is fine. You right? You need to do it. Now. Do it. To, you need to Dude. pancake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I will have on the program today workforce blocks of red hot chili peppers. Stay with me now. Stay with me. Stay with the tour. All right. Okay. Stop going off one of those side aisles. Coldplay in honor of the big show tonight and Almond Brothers and tickets to give away for the Hooters and Everclear. Excellent. Nice. All right. All right. And I'll thank our sponsors. Brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by Polar Seltzer. No sugar, calories, or funny business. And it's refreshingly natural. Polar Seltzer. Uh, tomorrow, we're working on it. That's all, all right. you need to know. We're done. Ray yeah. John, have a great day. Pierre's in next. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Doo-doo, be-do. Who-da-da.